This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Week 7 Picks, Bets, Spread Previews, Game Previews. No more Survivor because we're all out. Maybe some free money towards the end of this, too. If you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, trois ways to do so this week. Number one, or uh, smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Tell me your favorite spread or total of the week. That's way number one. Way number two, subscribe, rate, review, and download the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast please people if you listen on the audio feed where there's bonus content like last week if you want to hear about china you didn't see it in the video but you heard about it on the audio feed still pretty timely now that lebron has weighed in too so you might want to go and re-download that one download as many times as possible tell a friend but what you really need to do after subscribing and downloading five-star review DraftKings handle something you like about the show the easiest one to win because no one fucking does this one all right so there are very few people to compete against unlike the other draws for the 20 dk bucks final way to do so follow me on instagram at the pme the quest for 10,000 instagram followers begins now at 5,000. want to double that before the end of the season probably not gonna happen but with your help we can do that you see a sports photo pop up in your feed quick heart and then boom, after following, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Winners announce every Monday on the live PME, 1 p.m. Eastern time with Sal Vetri breaking down and recapping the waiver wire and the week that was in the NFL. Other thing that you might want to do if there's a part of this show that you like to help us build the end of the year best ofs, leave the time code of a part that you loved during the show, and I can just quickly go back and cut that out. Leave your DraftKings handle too. It might be some bucks in it for you, all right? Jeff Feinberg is here, kind of. Because it seems like your soul is still in Vegas. Your energy has been left in Vegas. All that's left is the poison that's in my body that hasn't exited yet. Did you have to declare that at customs? Thankfully not. <laughs> Don't want to get stuck in the States? No. Good times, though? Oh, uh, we did it right. Tell us, like, how many people went? Uh, it was about 16 of us. Uh, all of, We all know each other well. Great group of friends. And we love to make each other laugh. We're not really the dads who want to fuck. We're the dads who want to make their friends laugh. And we have a great time doing it. And we're accompanied by some of that uh, some of that Bay Street Jew money. And uh, we have fun. <laughs> Lots of fun, then. Lots yeah, of fun. If you got all that money coming down with you to Vegas. Then oh, we got, well, we got a couple guys who didn't get into this for a living. Oh, guys that actually made real money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you want to be tagging? Like, do you like split into like groups of like three groups of like five, five, and six? Is it all sixteen people at once? I know like dinners and stuff like. Oh that. yeah, dinners is sort of like a couple things on our own. But um, well, what do you mean? Like, we don't really do activities. Sort of like daytime. Like, like go to the sports book. Not all sixteen people go to the sports book. No, the but there was about like fourteen of us. A couple like no, maybe like twelve because a couple took the early flight home on Sunday. Smart. Um, Got to get back. A couple of them just have no had no interest, but uh, no, did it right at the West Gate. We get a couple of like the booths, the booths, the booths that uh, I guess my speech is still. Uh, did did being you stay and watch here. the Sunday games? 
Yeah. But no, I only was stayed at the Westgate for the early games. All right. So where did you watch the Chargers game at? Uh, just in seclusion in the West Wing of the MGM. Yeah. Okay. And All right. I had a flight after it, which was, I don't mind the, yeah. I like the red eye. Yeah, because I slept right through it. And then I came home yesterday. It was a holiday. Got a bit of sleep. And I felt like great. Like I actually had a couple uh, real life things to do that I like felt pretty good about other than being tired. And now it's hit you? But today the, the I felt like I hit by a truck and all the poison is coming back and saying, what have you done? You need to go to the gym and get on that stepper. Honestly? And just sweat it you all You know out. what like five steps do to me right now? You, you saw me like sit down. <laughs> <laughs> the third member of the show behind the cameras controlling everything It is. Super Bills fan, Paul Shaughnessy, the director, the fourth member of the show, The Coin, with its terrible picks, but better than my picks, as we'll get to here in a second. That leaves the fifth member of the show, Tim Andacust. Tim Andacust. Not my name. Tim, when you went to Vegas, how many of, the, how many of you went on that trip? Oh, five, six. So have you done, Jeff, have you done like the five, six, like the smaller group? Because I've only ever really been there for conventions and fantasy drafts. No, we don't really travel as a small group. Okay. Like yeah. What happens when you want to play blackjack? You can't fit all 16. Oh, we don't, well, we don't play together. I don't know. There's guys that have different ideas of how they want to play blackjack. Is, oh, and then there's times you want to like dodge somebody and you got to find a nice way to dodge them. I don't know. Is there anyone with, like, a secret gambling problem on the trip? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, Cust, is there, say, do, do you think but, but it's actually not, no, sorry, it's not really secret, actually. It's not really secret. Like, there's literally a buddy of ours that just fucking disappeared for fucking two and a half days. <laughs> Went to one and a half of seven things. He's taking them losses at the table? Or he's running real hot? No one has a fucking clue what this guy's about. The key he is spotted like that. eating an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but again, don't worry about it. He'll hear about it for a fucking decade. Because sort of like you and your buddies, like you get we we know we'll make fun of each other. Like we don't glad hand nothing. You know, you'll get told. Tim, do you think that there was anyone on Jeff's, about anything on Jeff's trip who maxed out their credit card due to gambling losses? No, I don't think I, so. I, I don't think so. I think the key though is just bet six the hard way, bet eight the hard way. That's where the money is. I'm not really about the felt. The felt doesn't really call me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I could be at the blackjack table for hours. When I when I was playing there last time, sort of my other friends didn't want to play crap, so I was playing. People were just betting against me while I was rolling. Can so I... they were winning. Yeah, like I, I actually, it, it was fun. But I, uh, okay. I mean, uh, it was a lot of fun. You you know me fairly fairly well. I'm not like a creature that likes to get out of his comfort zone. I don't really like to go. Um, Places I certainly like don't like going out in the evening. So you're an indoorsman like Tim. Yeah, sure. I don't like going in many ways. Uh, in many ways, I'm one of the craziest people that don't. Well, I disagree. I don't totally disagree with how Tim ranks his seasons. Um, I, I, I'm a hard guy to get out. I don't play preseason games. I don't play regular season games. I don't even like to play fucking playoff games. But I teed up at the fucking Masters. I'm Brooks Kepka. I don't practice. I'm the same way. I'm not a person who likes to go places or do things either. That's that's how I do it. I used to be pre-kid. I uh, I was out and about. Always you were. But uh, not so much anymore. At home a lot no. these days. Need Going out and traveling is overrated. 
significantly overrated. It's, uh, I don't know if it's the best use of one's resources. Maybe, <laughs> I, I mean, I fit into plane seats very well, so maybe I just enjoy air travel more. I enjoy I, air travel. I enjoy Why don't you go more places? Oh, I just, you know, well, I just like going to the places I like going and always going back to them. Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> the way I feel. Like, there's places my wife wants to go. I, I don't know that I could go there. Well, I mean, at least yours is Las Vegas. Tim's is like low rent KFC by his house. No, mine is more like San Diego or like Florida. But I, I don't really get the appeal of Florida. What do you want to be stabbed by a meth head? No, there I'm sort of forced there, but I have a bit of a comfort zone there. So I, I, I traveled I to Miami. I sort of liked that. You went there for but, a bachelor party. We went to Phoenix for my bachelor party. Like, yes, yeah, so like I, that's the sort of stuff. I, that's the type of travel I like to do. But of course, when I do travel, I've been told there's no curse. Well, the, cur the curse travels with you. So like I'm traveling this weekend. So in theory, there would be no curse, right? Isn't that how your nonsense works? Maybe so. We'll see. But I mean, the time that you did go to Miami, poor John B. Anderson died. That's that why the curse went that week. Had nothing to do with me. You know, I mean, he, his name hadn't been brought up in 25 years. Next thing you know, he's dead. Whatever. All right. Oh. Let's recap from last week. Awful week. For me, I had the week, the week last week that you guys had in week one. I was three and 11 yet. One of my better gambling weeks of the year did not bet a spread on Sunday, just props. And I hit my super lock, which was nice. Good thing. I allocated that to Thursday, but I dropped below 500 44, 47 and one Jeff, you were 10 and four hot week for you. 51, 40 and one big leader up seven games. Now I was good in Vegas. Uh, cussed six and eight, 45, 46 and one tied with the coin. Who was six and eight as well? 36, 55, and one. Jeff, you and I both had our super locks. Tim, you lost your super lock because Tennessee is horrible, apparently. Evidently. Bad Ooh. game. Tried watching that one. Tried to like re like I watched it. And I went back to like do notes and rewatch it. I made it like four minutes into it. I, I don't like, know why I made it my super lock since I knew that there was a seven-point dog who was gonna win outright and I didn't pick them. But that's because I give bad advice. Yeah, apparently so. You didn't want to eat because you're afraid of the curse is why. No, I'm not afraid of curses. I'm, well, I'm afraid of nothing. I've got air in my sails this week. All right. Well, let's get to the Thursday night then. This game opened at four. It is now down oh. to three. Kansas City at Denver. Denver is a three-point dog at home. 48 and a half is the over-under here. Patrick Mahomes dealing with an ankle problem. Fun fact about Patrick Mahomes uh, and his recent woes. Tim went to Twitter. Uh, at one point, uh, I believe it was during the Lions game, and tweeted out that there may have never been a quarterback who's as good as Patrick Mahomes. Something to that effect. And ever since then, he's been kind of garbage. So, Tim, why did I you know. lose Patrick Mahomes? My, I own him on my keeper team, and I'm 2-4, and four, so I need him to start playing better than he is. I don't know what else to tell you. So he's probably going to play in this game. He might have a high ankle sprain. It looks like Sammy right. Watkins could return. It looks like Emmanuel Sanders could return. It does seem like if there was a week to sit him, it would be this week because you have the Thursday night game, then you have the mini buy. Hopefully you can get yourself right by then and keep it going. But it, the line just keeps moving towards Denver, which I found kind of surprising. Like, Are we giving Denver a bunch of credit for these close losses they had? At the beginning of the year, they beat the Chargers, who were banged up. They beat the Titans, who might not be any good. People are kind of down on the Chiefs right now. Money's coming in on Denver. It just strikes me as really weird, Jeff. I, I Give me Denver. Why? 
Kansas City's in a real bad spot right now. And Denver could have been much better to start the year, too. I mean, yeah, you're saying they're beating up on bad teams, but they were nose hairs from getting wins in those early games, too. So, I don't know. And I seem to be playing Denver uh, or against the Chiefs and making a game on the field every week. I get- it seems so freaking weird. The line is so low. Even, uh, but the, I, the line might, I swear to you, this is reverse line movement. Because there's no way the public is, is betting Denver over Kansas City. I think they just hear, they, they've watched Patrick Mahomes be bad in two big spots. They know he's injured. And they're just like, yeah, they're not any good anymore until he's healthy again. To, to then decide I'm betting on Denver? They're making that leap? I mean, they've won two games in a row. Kansas City has the worst rush defense or one of the worst rush defenses in the league. We know that Denver is adequate at running the ball. They have two good running backs. I guess the way that I kind of see this game is there's different ways that it couldn't unfold, obviously. But, Tim, remember when you called the Raiders outright over the Bears saying, what if the Raiders get up in this game? What are the Bears going to do? Now, the Bears did come back, and they kind of folded at the end. But what if the Chiefs just bomb it to Tyreek Hill first drive? They kick a field goal in the next one. They're up 10 nothing after 10 minutes. Like, What does Denver do then? Nothing. There's nothing they can do. But, yeah, I understand why the public or why betters are on the Broncos. The Chiefs haven't covered, what, three weeks straight, and they've lost two of those three weeks. They probably should have lost three. Uh, the the bloom's a little bit four off. four weeks oh. straight on the covers. It, it could very well be four weeks straight. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. that one. Yeah, I understand the trepidation. I'm going to take the Chiefs, though, because I don't like this Broncos team in any game where one team has a bunch of ways to score and one team has very, very few ways to score. Uh, and it's a divisional game, so it's not like the Chiefs are going to lay down for it. It's, it's a must-win in terms of, like, you know, they've got a division where the Raiders have a pretty soft schedule and, you know, they have a winning record. And I think, that, you know, there's at least one other team in that division who can buy for it. So I think the Chiefs have got to uh, put their cards on the table and play, so I'm going to take them. Wouldn't bet it, though. I think it's going to be a real close one. I got, like, the Chiefs winning by one or two, so I'm taking I, I, I'm going to take the Chiefs in the three. Like, the th- like, and I don't know if I'm going to end up betting it or not. I either feel really good about these Thursday games or I have no real idea. This is one where I have no real idea. It all depends on Mahomes' health, and we're just not going to know what effect this ankle is going to have on him. And what if he's, like, a late-second scratch? I mean, they wouldn't. If it was me and I was Andy Reid and I had planned on benching Patrick Mahomes, I probably wouldn't reveal that information until right before kickoff, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, it's a short I'm week at altitude. Shocked if Mahomes didn't play. It's a divisional game. These games matter more statistically than others. You can't just afford to punt it. You, you know what matters more? Uh, having your MVP healthy. Yeah, well, you'll have a mini buy after this. You've got to. You, he's got to play. If he can play, he's got to play. Uh, these, that's all there is to it. The offensive line injuries have been. Not great, I'll say, for the Chiefs. Uh, we're, we're actually seeing him, it's not like Mariota level, where he's just running around like a crazy person taking sacks, and then you put in Tannehill, and all of a sudden he's taking sacks as well. But they're not doing a very good job of providing him. And the, the one thing is Mahomes can kind of glide a little bit and still look like a very capable quarterback because he throws not on balance anyway, and his arm strength is good enough that he can kind of overcome some sort of ankle injury, but it's clear that he's just not precise on these passes. So that does worry me. And Tyree Kill has had a history against the Broncos of just not being very good. But like I said, I'll I'll lean with the Chiefs anyway here. Is there a number, like, would you bet the game? I don't know. Probably not. Might end up playing a prop. If Sammy Watkins comes back, I'll probably bet over receptions on Sammy Watkins. But if he's out, then I don't know. Like, what if Emmanuel Sanders is out for Denver? Like, it doesn't seem like a huge deal, but I feel like for this offense, it is a huge deal. I mean, he was out the entire game against Tennessee, and they managed to win. So, I mean, it's not like they can't, like, persevere without him. And they I, I suppose this is, this is a bit, like, do you think that the Chiefs get shut out against Denver? No, 
I don't, but then I didn't think they were going to score 13 points at home against the, the Colts either. So, or the Raiders sh- shutting them out three or four quarters or the offense having trouble scoring in the second half uh, this week against uh, the Texans, whose defense is far from great. So uh, I don't think the Chiefs are a, a slam dunk 30 point team anymore. Uh, we've seen it so far this season. That isn't the case so far. Tim teased against the Chiefs the first two weeks of the year, and then he put the Chiefs on his teasers the next four weeks, and they have not covered those spreads. That's not true. They did cover one because I won one. Oh, yes, that's correct. The poor Chargers let you down last week. Yeah, but this number is unteasable. But you already guaranteed that they were going to win. I didn't guarantee anything. I mean, that's that's what you were talking about earlier. No, I didn't. I said I think they're going to win, but, I mean, I I wouldn't bet it. All right. Next game, let's go to Monday night, New England at the New York Jets. Why are we doing this? I was ready for this to be the grand finale. Jets plus 10 at home, 43 is the over-under. Tim said last week on the show, if the Jets beat Dallas, they will make the playoffs. And he said that they would lose this game. But in the interim on Sunday night, Tim went on Twitter, Jeff, and do you know what he called this game against the Patriots? What? A bye week. So, Tim, the floor is yours. Everything that I was hoping for this season hinged on Sam showing genuine progress and being able to command the offense. And we we didn't see it the first four weeks because he was sick in week one and then out the last three weeks. And then the offense was truly abysmal. You know, you put him in against a pretty darn good Dallas Cowboys defense, and he just tears them apart. He makes one bad pass for which he got intercepted. He's still young. He's going to make that odd mistake. Uh, But he just was a virtuoso out there. And when he's playing like that, there is nobody who's beating us. And that's how good our our team can be. It's not that we're going to win every game. We're not going to win. We're going to lose games. But, you know, you look at what is by far the easiest schedule left in the Jets. And you have the the Patriots offense has been god awful. And if you remove their their one really good game against the Steelers in Week One, when the Steelers you know probably aren't that good anyway, their offense is incredibly pedestrian. I mean, I don't know that the Patriots can score enough points to beat us. Is is the, is the honest heaven's truth? The Patriots win the game because they score on defense and special teams. Now that can happen. Sam could make a mistake. We could uh, we could have a fumble. The referees could once again have the game fixed. You know, like that, that, that all these things are in the realm of possibility. But I think the only way the Patriots win this game is if they score on defense and special teams. I don't think their offense is nearly good enough to score enough points to beat us on uh, uh, our, their offense and our defense. You know, there's a decisive edge, you might say, to our defense and our offense against they, they have the best defense in football. So I will give them full credit that they're a great defense. But I still think with Sam under center, I think 24 is the minimum that we should score. And, you know, everybody's healthy. Uh, I expect. You know, I don't know Mosley will be back or not. I kind of hope he is because we could really use him in the in the middle to continue to wreak havoc. Just this team is so good when <laughs> when everybody's playing, and like the team that they built in March and April and May, we finally got to see that car go for a test drive last week with a massive national audience. You have the biggest team in the NFC and the biggest team in the AFC facing off at five o'clock on you know the game of the week, and the Jets with you know. 100 million eyeballs, I'm exaggerating, but, you know, there's probably 50 million, 60 million viewers absolutely showed the world that we are the team to beat uh, in in the AFC in a lot of ways. (laughs) But we got to get in. The AFC looked pretty weak. You got the Patriots and you got the Bills, who I think are one and two in the AFC. And then I think there's a gap. And then there's no other teams. The Jets, 
gave everybody a four-game lead. Now, they double bogeyed the first three holes. So they've got a ton of work ahead of them, but they happen to have, you know, the the driving distance of Dustin Johnson and the short game of, of Jordan Speed. So you put these things together, you can you can put together a lot of low scores. And that's what we've got here in front of us now is an opportunity. By winning that game, it you know, you look at the schedule, there was only a couple of games left against teams with winning records. And one of them, like I, 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 I've got my doubts about Baltimore still to some degree. Uh, that Bills game, who knows what they'll need. I mean, that could very well be flexed into prime time. It could be a fight for the division or probably more likely fight for the wild card. Like there's a lot of things. That, the team is really good. The team played really good. If we can stay healthy, this team can, can hang with anybody. I think this number is dumb. I think it's way too high. Uh, you know, and so, you know, Sam should not be a, a double digit underdog against anybody in any circumstance, let alone at home. That's foolish. You've got one of the two or three or four best quarterbacks in football when he's healthy <laughs> getting this many points. It's an absolute outrage. So we're teasing him up. Uh, I'm just telling you right now, this is my super lock of the week. There's no doubt in my mind. It's going to be ours. It's Monday night football. If the, anyone who didn't see us on Sunday because they were watching some other game will get to see us on Monday. And then there will be no doubt, you know, and in, in some ways I'm kind of glad it's the Monday nighter because it's a primetime solo game against Brady, the torch passing, you know, in prime time from failing hands to new hands. I I'm very excited, but there's everything I wanted. I'm so excited for this. This is going to work out very well. Uh, so yeah, that, that's my thoughts. Uh, there was a question from the audience, sir. All right. Well, we need a new schedule or a record update here. The Jets running the table. Like, it sounds like they're running the table. No, I don't think they're going to run the table. There's probably two losses out there somewhere. It's the NFL. I, I... Who, who are the losses against? Because we did this last week, and you only had them losing to the Patriots, and now you have them beating the Patriots. No, there's some combination of Bills and Raiders and Ravens, I guess. The, two of those three, I suppose, could trip us up. But... You know, I kind of think we're going to win them all. Except maybe that one against the Bills at Orchard Park. That could be super tough in week 17. But, like, everything could be on the line that day if we play our cards right. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't. You look at that schedule, there's just not many losses. We're going to be favored, I think, in a lot of when we win this game. We're going to be favored in a lot of those games. And uh, you know, the league better watch out because the Jets are sleeping Giants. And that win sort of propelled them. Who had the Jets as, the, the Jets as their super lock last week? I believe it was you. That was I. Who, who here was the person that's actually always like Sam Darnold uh, and thought he was the best quarterback in the class? He's not. Josh Allen is. But, or Lamar. But of the people at this yeah. table, who's the one that always had you. him at number one? You, you did. Uh, you convinced me, uh, Tim. I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots as well here. Like, like I don't know, man. You, Yo, so here's, like, you, you just say all that. Yeah, I was on the fence of this game, but I'm like, this has to just. It's not Monday Night Football. It's Sam Day Night Football. Oh, my God. Did you spend all your whole lunch break figuring that one out? No, it just occurred to me this morning. It's like, no. <laughs> and even, sit, even sitting even on sitting it? on that one. Could we just zing her back? It. Did you have that written down in your notebook? Don't worry about what I have written down, what I don't. I heard so, you banging the table pretty hard. He was banging his there, knee, right? banging the table. I'm surprised he didn't have a sig cough halfway through. Here's the thing. So they looked obviously a lot better than the worst history, the worst offense in the history of football when Columbo was under center for them. So, so Darnold comes back. They look a lot better. And then they actively try to blow the game. If Dallas was just reasonably better coached, they win that game. Also, I think half, half, half of Dallas got hurt during that game. 
Dallas is still a darn good football team. Well, they they were they, they they were they they were not full of their darn good no, football players. Missing they, missing their both missing their two best O linemen. Amari Cooper goes out. They suffer three defensive injuries. I give you oh, a break, Tim. And now no 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 oh no no but oh now hold on just for a second. But you're saying that they beat this Cowboys team that wasn't even really the Cowboys team, and they still almost lost. The Cowboys are a darn good football team. And like, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to feel bad for their injuries. Like we didn't have one of the very best quarterbacks in football. You came on here and fucking cried for what, Jeff? Three weeks? I'm not going to get my hopes up. The season is dead. Everything is so bad. We lost week one because Sam was sick. Although that wasn't true at all. But I like to believe that because I with my twoof. The Patriots are going to win like 30 to nothing. I have watched that Robbie Anderson touchdown with no word of a lie 50 times in the last couple of years. Yeah, you know who that play doesn't happen against, pal? The Patriots. (laughs) Oh, yes. No, the Patriots never get beaten for big plays. Tyreek Hill hasn't burned them a thousand times over the last couple of seasons on long touchdowns. The the Patriots are the greatest defense. They're the 85 Bears. Uh, No one will ever score against them. Understood. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I think their defense is fantastic. He is literally... But I think the only person that is doing what you've done that could get away with what you are pulling off is that person who got mocked on Twitter for doing this. Is the guy in the White House like to literally take such a stance? And then here we are two weeks later, (laughs) and we're supposed to forget that like like nothing matters. Well, I just thought that Sam would take longer to get back to one hundred percent once he started playing and like being sharp and not being, you know, having not taken a snap or done anything for four weeks to sort of be slow to the take and. What we saw was, I mean, when you're just one of the best, that you don't need that time to recover. You just bang, 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 bang. Hit uh, hit your guys. I mean, this is great for Bell, too, right? The, the Patriots cannot stack the box against the Jets because if they do, Sam will car- carve them up. Like, the Patriots always like to take away what you do best, but the Jets are so fantastically constructed that it's impossible to do. There's nothing that the Patriots can take away that would be your best because if they try to take away the run, then then Sam will throw it all over the all over them. If they try to take away the passes and the Jets spread out, then Bell will run for 160 yards and kill him that way. So Paul, but we're, we're a team Paul, that Paul has something to say. Paul, Tim, you literally said you wouldn't let yourself get excited about this team like two. But weeks then they ago. won this game. And they look so good. <laughs> so and we're like, T minus. T T minus. How many weeks until you have the mark my words? The Jets will win the division. Tweet I, like. Like that's that's happening in like a month. No, I, I don't. Right? Think, I think the division is out of, uh, is out of grasp. We're we're too many games. No, I mean uh, twenty. But if you win on Monday, now, it, it opens up the door Monday, for the Bills. <laughs> even if we win on Monday, it only splits Sorry. the season series. But it does open the door for the Bills. I mean, the Bills are uh, probably a better team than the Patriots anyway. I'm afraid more afraid of them than I am of the Patriots. Well, you, you should be because here's why: when we last saw these teams, like when they weren't playing like a disabled version of the Cowboys, they played the Bills in Week One. And what do the Bills do? Who don't have a very good offense? Just move the ball up and down the field against the Jets, and just relied on Josh Allen basically dropping the ball in order to score points. And they couldn't move the ball against the Bills. What are they going to do against the Patriots here? Come on now. What do you mean? Come on now. I mean, you saw. Yes, what the yes, like you're really living up to your insane person title here. I am delighted that uh, the, that the Patriots get to come into Gotham City on Monday Night Football, and uh, and take a loss. It's going to happen. I'm excited about it. Hold just on. so good. Can we also not forget that in that take, he pretty much put the Jets on the the Cowboys level in terms of importance and popularity. He called them the premier AFC 
franchise, yes. It's the premier yeah. AFC franchise versus the Patriots on Monday night, I see. Yeah, it's not even the premier. Yeah, man. It's, it's not even the premier franchise of New Jersey. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> like, there's like nine <laughs> NFC teams that are more important than anyone in the AFC. I've, I've always stipulated that. We're the American League to the National League. I get it. We're the, we're the less important uh, conference. It's always been the case. Hey, what would the Jets rank in the AFC in terms of like important franchises? Seventh? Is that I mean, we... historically, historically, there's no question that it would be one because if it wasn't for the Jets winning the Super Bowl three, there may not be an uh, NFL. Patriots, Steelers. Patriots, Steelers, the Raiders, probably. The Chiefs, the Broncos, no. all teams with, oh, uh, yeah. with more clout. And if we want to talk about like historic franchises, I mean, does the NFL even exist without the Bills? Probably not. I don't Ralph, know what Ralph Wilson out there lending money to everyone to start their I franchises. Don't what, I don't know what you think you're doing. You're trying to get me upset about something. It's not well, wait, wait, what you're saying just doesn't make any sense is what I'm saying. You're welcome to believe that. I can't change. It's just like, mind. you know, who's a really good national league team in baseball. The Mets. Everyone loves the Mets premier franchise. <laughs> they are. They aren't. They're not the Cardinals or the Giants, but or the Dodgers, but they're still bigger than almost any American League team that isn't the Yankees or Red Sox. The two biggest ones. Yeah, the two biggest American League ones, yeah, sure. All right. Have we spent enough time on this game? You and I are taking the Patriots, Jeff? Yeah, it wasn't an easy pick for me. I wasn't really sure, but I heard that and made it easy. So the, the Jets win next week. This show is going to be just you. You, you will not appreciate that. I can see you'd be, you'd hate it if the Jets won next week. I don't really care either way. I, I think it's funnier if the Jets lose, but to hear this again and like rattling off the schedule and then they like lose to the Dolphins or something. <laughs> Wouldn't that be heartbreaking? When do they play the Dolphins? Is that next week? Nah, it's a good question. It's oh, definitely sure. coming. They'll they'll, def- they'll play Fitzpatrick in that game just to beat the Jets. In a revenge game? Yeah. I mean, Fitzpatrick's going on a revenge tour here. Uh, no. Uh, who do we have next week? Maybe we do here. I clicked the wrong week. Darn it. This stupid website doesn't work right. You mean you uh, don't know how to use the, the click on the mouse? Uh, it doesn't always work the way I want. All right, so let's go to New Jersey's premier franchise then to kick off the 1 o'clock slate. Arizona at the Giants. This game opened at 2.5. It's now minus 3 Giants. Patrick Peterson returns for the Arizona Cardinals. The over-under is 49 in this game. Weird, weird. It looks like Shepard is going to be out. It looks like Ingram could be back. It looks like Gallman could be back and potentially like 50-50, maybe 40-60. Saquon is back here. Why are the Giants favored by 3? Uh, people seem to believe in them for some reason. I like Let's Arizona only because there seems to be a respect out there for the Giants that I don't think is warranted. I don't get Just it. Just a, a Western team traveling to the Eastern time zone to play an early game. The Cardinals haven't beaten anybody good. Uh, the Giants are coming off a mini buy. It's in New York. I understand why it is. I think these teams are actually pretty evenly matched. So given that it's in New York. Uh, I, I, I buy it. I mean, I'm going to take Arizona in the game because I'm going to take the points because I think they are evenly matched teams. But I think it's a perfectly fair line. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, who do you think is better, Kyler or Danny Dimes? Like, Kyler's a lot I don't better. know. It's really, I, I think it's too early. No, I think Daniel Jones is actually a really, really good quarterback. But Ky- Kyler has stepped onto the field, like, since week one and been good. Sure, and... Uh, you know, I think that we've seen Jones, who is, you know, 
also a rookie and not, you know, wasn't the first overall pick in the draft. We expect him to take a little bit more time, play, play pretty well. He's going to make mistakes. He's a rookie. That's going to happen. I think the Giants have played harder teams than Arizona has so far, too. I am going to take Arizona to basically win this game outright, too. I can see Sorry, it. but who did Tim take? He took Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I did take Arizona just because I think they I, are. I kind of got lost in how much he talks about the Giants. If the Giants get everyone back and everyone is 100% healthy, then maybe it just turns into Barkley running all over the Cardinals here. But I just think the Cardinals play such an up-tempo game. I... Kingsbury has proven he can move the ball down the field. He just needs to stop settling for field goals every single time down the field. And we even saw this with Detroit. I, I know they got screwed by the refs on Monday night, but like at some point, ending your drives and having them result in 54-yard field goals every time just isn't going to cut it. Like you, you go for one of those fourth downs, you press it down the field, and you try to get the seven. And that's how you end up beating the Packers because eventually they're going to they're either going to get gifted something by the refs or they're going to flip a switch and. Some guy, the, the laser queen, is going to catch some sort of sort of rocket from Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be out of control. Like, I agree with him. I think these teams are pretty even. I think that the pace of play that Arizona can dictate on their opponents is just going to be too much for the Giants here. So I like Arizona. I don't love the game, but I like the three. So, so you like Arizona as well? Round of Arizona? You going to fall asleep here soon? I'm good. Are you saving all your energy for the Chargers game? I'm That's ready. a long ways away, sir. I just, I've got nothing to say on that game. Who's going to watch it? I mean, Ky- go watch it twice, but who else? Kyler Murray fantasy owners. Christian Kirk might be back. Whew. Houston at Indy. Battle of the AFC South. Indy coming off a bye. They're one and a half point favorites at home. 47 and a half is the over under. Both these teams' last wins came against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Texans might be riding a bit high here. They lost an offensive lineman. That's never great news. They lost uh, some key defenders in that game. Indy getting healthier by the day. Uh, Leonard's going to be back. Uh, Hooker's not quite back yet, but he's you know, eventually he'll end up coming here. I like the Colts at home, minus one and a half. If there's one thing that we've seen so far, and that's really good for Indianapolis, A, T.Y. Hilton crushes the Texans every time they play anyway. And the Texans have been absolutely torched by the team's number one receivers. And so much of their offense, Indy's offense, runs through T.Y. Hilton. Now, he was banged up going into the bye, coming out of the bye with the quad. He should be fine. I just think he goes bananas in this game, and there's nothing the Texans can do about it. The second you want to start trusting, believing this Texans team, they will let you down, I assure you. I'll be on Indianapolis this week, Pat. Hard-hitting analysis from you. I'll keep going. I thought I was getting uh, cut off there. I don't think... Uh, I think the injury on the O-line is is huge. I just think they play the type of game that's perfectly going to set up to taking care of of Houston. Houston has trouble uh, with those multi-receiver sets. And the two big tight ends. And I just don't I just don't see Indy giving up the huge plays like Kansas City would. You know, maybe this new like DeAndre Hopkins offense where they only throw to him on third and one and he gets four yards to pop. Maybe that works. But I, don't know, I just think Indy has the two. And I'm telling you, the people committed. are probably going to be all over Houston. Yeah. That, that, that Indy win against the Chiefs in prime time is like Maybe probably. Three. Might as well have been three years ago. Yeah. So uh, Indy at home, Houston will be a publicly backed road uh, uh, road favorite. Uh, I actually, no, Houston's an underdog. Sorry. Uh, the spread is, is still pretty small. I like Indy here. I actually, I'm surprised it's not a pick em. It might even get there. Coin likes Indy too, Tim, you? 
Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts. I, I think it's a sharp. I think it's the sharp side. I, I see all the reason why the. I think by the time kickoff happens, I think the Texans will probably be a one point favorite, maybe even a one and a half point favorite. I, I understand why, but I have not forgotten the way the Colts looked against uh, <clears throat> against the Chiefs, and I, you know, they they blew it against the Raiders, but that was aberrational. I think more often than not, these this Colt team has looked pretty decent. And yeah, I understand the plight of trusting the Houston Texans. They'll they'll get you. So uh, I will take the Colts, but with no great no great confidence. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Cincinnati had one of the all time like kick you in the nuts covers last week. I know you guys both Not had them. Me, I had it. I, I had Baltimore. Baltimore just they they. Cincinnati returned the opening kickoff, did nothing for 59 minutes and 40 seconds, and then Dalton runs one and hit the end to cover. Uh, they just got dominated the entire game and covered the spread. Good on them. But they are three-point dogs at home to the Jags. 43-and-a-half is the over-under. They're missing both their starting corners right now, the Bengals, and the guy who's going to be elevated, Webb, into their quarterback one spot is dealing with a broken forearm. Like Minshew should go nuts in this game. Fournette's going to run all over them. The one key to the Jags here is that they have a really bad run defense, but game script, if they can get up, then all of a sudden uh, you really can't use Mixon to run the ball because you're going to milk too much time <coughs> off the clock. I, this is in consideration for super lock with me. Are, are people like, I don't understand why this spread isn't bigger. Are people just off the Jags because everyone took them last week against the Saints and they lost? Because the last several weeks they've, they've had trouble scoring. This is not a team that generates a lot of points. And, you know, if you're asking them to cover on the road uh, <clears throat> or three-point spread, you're expecting them to have to score. I mean, what's the, the over-under? The over-under is 43-and-a-half. So, you know, Vegas thinks they're going to have to score 20-some-odd-plus points in order to cover this number. And I personally, I don't think they should. I, I think the Bengals, you know, on a neutral field should not be a six-point dog. I, I think that this number is a bit, uh, a bit elevated. I'm getting the full three to take the home dog. This year, I mean, underdogs have been the way to play games over and over. I think this is a spot where I don't think this Jaguars team is good enough uh, to be giving to be giving three points on the road. So give me the Bengals. I got to pick the winner here. Uh, I like Jacksonville significantly, I think. I don't think I'm as confident as you, Pat, but well, I, just I think, think they are the, the better the team. The I think they're set up to cause a lot of problems for the Bengals. Uh, I think they can take advantage of a lot of things that just weren't there for them. Uh, no, the Sharp, DD, uh, none of them could gain any sort of separation there. The Bengals O-line continues to be a train wreck. Maybe it sets up for a short field or two. Uh, I believe the Jaguars are the better team, so I, if it's a three-point spread, i got to believe they can find a way. If I lose it, I'm not shocked, but uh, I could see this being real money. As long as the line doesn't like crater up. And it's not like they haven't been, they scored six points. Up I, I just feel like thing, last right? week's performance and like that atrocity against the Saints is just sticking out in people's mind. They scored 27 the week before against a good Panthers defense. They scored 26 the week before that against the Broncos. And then they scored 20 against the Titans on Thursday night football. Like the offense, if they get to 20 points in this game, they're, they're covering the three. Nah, I doubt it. I what think the Bengals win the game. So if I the Bengals. They're part of the, my uh, my teaser. I'm tease them up seven points. Oh, you're doing a seven point teaser. So you tease the Jets to plus seventeen. Yep, and we're teasing up the Bengals. Well, so the Bengals teased up to plus ten. Yep. I, I'm kind of excited for you to win all of your teaser games going into Monday night, and the Patriots to win forty five nothing. That would be uh, even worse than the time we lost forty five to three on Monday night to the Patriots when we had one of the best teams in the NFL. But then we went into Foxborough in the playoffs and beat them. 
How'd that work out? Well, good, because we won and they lost. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the next week. No, the referee stole it from us in the championship. Uh, yeah. ne- never, never the Jets' fault, is it? Always some sort you know, of excuse. According to players on the Jets, like Braylon Edwards, it's uh, Brian Schottenheimer's fault. It was that he called a terrible uh, first half against the Steelers. But, but, but it's also the refs. They got screwed. Well, there was a holding call on the third down. That, that Anyway, you know what? I don't need to rehash these painful memories. Let's move on. Rams at Atlanta. I'll go. The Rams, uh, the Rams are favored in Atlanta by three points. 54 is the over-under. The way to play this game just might be the over. So Tlaib was put on IR by the Rams, and they just traded before we came on Marcus Peters to the Ravens. So I don't know how their secondary is looking at this point. Go ahead, though. I kind of like the Rams. I will hammer the Rams. You guys know how hard I have been on the Rams. They deserve to have been picked on, as I have. But Atlanta, as it's been put out there, is the get-right team. You got problems, you play the Falcons, you'll get it right. <laughs> they can't do anything, and, and we'll get there soon, but unfortunately the Chargers are probably that team in the AFC right now. Oh, I don't think so. Um, yeah, we can't tackle, we can't protect the quarterback, it's the same problems. You got two half-decent receivers, you'll, you'll, you will run wild on Atlanta. Yeah, get right week for the Rams. This could be a super lock. This could be a monster. Uh, I like the Rams in this game too. Just very briefly, I think how's that for analysis? That's good. I like I'm it. Sorry, I'm back. I'm trying. Yeah, I like, I like that you're <laughs> stepping into it. You, you wanted the lead on that one. I like it. So, well, I actually have a pretty strong take on this, and it's the exact opposite side. All right, let's hear why Atlanta's going to win. I think uh, this Rams team has been terribly, terribly overrated. I but this is get right. They've been, they've been figured out. And I think that the Falcons are a just a desperate football team. This is it. Like their season is completely and utterly finished. Should they lose this game, Quinn doesn't probably make it past this week. I think all things are on the table this week. I think everything they've got, everything they have is going to be thrown at this game. And you're going to give me the home dog. I'm, I, I like it. I don't trust this Rams team enough right now to go on the road and score enough the Falcons, yeah, you know, they scored 33 points last week. The offense is still scoring. They scored a bunch of points against uh, the Texans as well the week before. I, I think the offense is going to put up between 24 and 31 but, but all But all of these points are just coming in garbage time. All of no, them. It, but Matt Ryan is essentially Blake Bortles from no, three not, years ago. No, they, their best trait is, is Matt Ryan accumulating passing yards when they're getting their ass kicked. That is the best trait of the Falcons. Yeah, so the, okay. that's why I like the over in this game. Like, they'll they'll be down by 28 points and then storm back to make it a one-score game, maybe. But they'll put up some points on the board. I, they I, have I, talented players. They have no pass rush. We've seen the teams that have oh, given none. the Goff the none. most problems. None. And he's been Goffle. None. However, if you can't get in his face and he actually has time to throw, uh, he has as many weapons, if not more, than the Falcons team. And he can make these throws not under duress. And Matt Ryan is going to be under duress in this game. I, I will say... To defend Tim, this next McVeigh, we got to find this next McVeigh talking point, mm-hmm. is incredibly obnoxious. It you is. should still be looking for the next goddamn Billichek. Agreed. You're not going to find it. Well, I don't know. This, like, I'm not trying you, to you knock. Know, you know who it's not? Anthony Lynn. McVeigh is very qual. Sure. Whatever, man. <laughs> or, or Zach, uh, the, the fellow who's coaching the Bengals, still doesn't have a win yet. Like, you know. I'm sorry. The Niners, I think, have a good defense. They don't have a great defense, and they held the Rams at home to seven points. The tree um, of McVay is not off to a hot start either. I mean, the, the or Niners, the friends of Sean McVay. But, but yeah, for the friends of McVay. <laughs> uh, 
you say that the Niners don't have a good defense, but I mean they're top five. No, no, your favorite that. DVOA. I, gonna say, I don't yeah. think they have the best defense in football. No, the, pa- the Patriots. Yeah, that'd be the Patriots, the team that you just um, <laughs> said you're going to mock. Well, it needs it needs to be the best defense in football because the offense is desiccated and uh, getting worse and worse by the game. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than I would not bet this. I, I, pro- I would take the points. These are two teams that I don't think deserve anybody's trust. I think the smart, sagacious thing to do is just don't touch this game uh, and you'd be happier for it. But if you are so inclined to bet it, I, I think you have to take the home dog. I think that line is just, I think they're begging you to take the Rams here and I'm going to take the Falcons. Does Gurley playing or not playing Jeff affect this for you at all? No, that doesn't for me either. I, I don't think he even wanted like, why even try to run against the Falcons? Just pass all over them. That's all you need to do. They have to count their pass rush is the equivalent of counting 10 Mississippis to stand there and look around the field. Goff can get through his progressions that way. I think instead like he had shades of Matt Castle last week, throwing bounce passes to Robert Woods and Cooper cup. Like it was embarrassing how bad he was last week is the new Bosa was Tim, right? Is the new Bosa actually the good Bosa? Well, they're both good Bosa's, but he might be even better. Well, one of them's getting triple teamed, but he's, he's special. The family of, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty awesome. Next game. I don't know what to do with this. Oh, I'll tell you exactly what to do with it. Miami at Buffalo. I'll go first again. Minus 17, the Bills are favored by right now. 40 is the over-under. The only thing that I could figure out what to do to this game when it was 16 and a half when I looked at it was tease them down to minus 10 and tease the under up to 46 and a half would be my move. But, like, do I really want to take the Bills to cover 17 points? Like, Miami is not immune to scoring two defensive touchdowns in this game randomly. I think the Bills win. I don't think it's going to be like super competitive, but it's a lot of points for the Bills to cover. They're not that good on offense. I need you to know the Dolphins are as bad. They really are as bad as you think they are. And the coach on the on the Redskins last week is an absolute moron that gave the Dolphins life. You for think that Bill Callahan game. is not a good coach? Hear me out. Hear me out. Because I had the Redskins everywhere. I just needed them to win in a lot of situations, even though I did lose a bet on the number. Uh, one of the four games that took me last week. 14 nothing. Just about the start of the fourth quarter, the Redskins decide to kick like a 57-58 yard field goal. You punt that shit deep. You make the Dolphins score. 14 nothing versus the Dolphins is like 28 nothing. It's very reminiscent to what we saw. You make them no, go 85 yards. T- Tim can speak to this. That's what the Browns did to the Jets in that Monday night game. It was just like, we're not even really nope. going to. They got up by a bunch and they were just like, we're not even really going to try on offense anymore. We'll get to ball midfield and we'll punt it back to you and you'll punt it back to us. Yeah, Odell like broke one. That'll happen. But yes, you're right. I couldn't believe it. They start at midfield. Fitzpatrick makes one play and they got life. What a moron. <laughs> almost as if a coach who changed his entire game plan the night before the Super Bowl and cost his team a Super Bowl doesn't know what he's doing. I couldn't believe that. Like, I get it. Like, there's situations, but that's one, like, 14 to 28, like, versus Miami. Like the so way- that drove me mad because then everything happened sort of from freaking that moment. Like, what's the final score of this game if, oh, if the Bills cover? Like, I haven't even tw- spoken about this game yet. Is, is it? 23 to 3? No, it's a, it's an absolute shit kick. Can the Bills do that? Yes. Though? Against this team, they can. They will at home. I promise you when your rival is trying to do what Miami is going to do, the Bills, they will, they will run it up. They will run it up. They will run it up. 
Did I mention they will run it up? I heard that. I wasn't sure if you were stuck on a loop or not. Well, today I might be, but they are going to shit kick them hard and they won't, they won't stop. They will not stop. They will play that bills. Make you want to shout. Oh, we'll be playing that at the bar with Paul all night, all day, all day. They hate the Dolphins. The Dolphins are doing what the Dolphins are doing, and the Bills will make them pay. Well, Maybe the second time in my, it might not go, but this one at home is going to be an like a, like a shit-kicking. Well, they were torched by old man washed-up AP last week. I guess Frank Gore's going to have a huge game against them, too, and a revenge game for Frank Gore, too. Tim? I think they're the only team in the league that doesn't put pressure on Rivers. Like, yeah. The Bills will kill them. Yeah, but Josh Allen's good to, like, throw 14 the other way. He is. That's always on the table with Josh Allen. I, I, yeah. I'm confident it's going to get It's going to be ugly, ugly. I'm not as confident, but I will take the Bills and I will tease them down. I don't bet real money on spreads this big, though. But if I did, if those were my thing. So the Bills to it. plus 10? Yeah, minus 10. And I do think center. I do think the Dolphins' late charge because Callahan's a moron Help. sets up well for like the next couple of weeks maybe and still picking on them. There's not a team in the league, Pat. I swear to God, if they ask me to lay under a touchdown, I will still go there. I know this one's 17, but I'm talking about going forward. The Dolphins have shown me nothing, even in that comeback, that I will not still try to pick on them against the other inferior teams in the league. Do you the Bills clearly really aren't one of those. But do, you, do you think you would that- lay seven with the Bengals against the uh, Dolphins? Because that game is coming up later in the season. This Bengals Dolphins. Well, we'll see when I get there. But the Dolphins have shown me nothing. No, I agree. They lost I to the Bengals. They lo- I mean, I'm not trying to make 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 a make, but they lost to the Ravens <laughs> by six, <laughs> and the Ravens shit kicked them. <laughs> okay. You don't want to be making a make. You can't do that. You don't want to make, make, a make. That would be bad. <laughs> no, I don't want to make too much of like team A versus team B means team A versus team C. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Uh, I know I didn't say it properly. So I, I mean, I'm, it looks like Rosen's going to start this game, which as he should. They got a I, I, I agree, which helps the Bills. They turn a second, right? Yeah. So you no, got to die with it. I, well, like I, as ugly as I, it is. I agree, but I mean, you have to let Ryan Fitzpatrick go on his revenge tour here. But do you think no. that Flores called that two point play? Oh, the tank shit. Yeah, to tank because that was like no, the worst play in the history not. of time. There was no, that, there was a zero percent chance that play was going to work. Well, he especially call offensive plays, and secondly, no head coach wants to go zero and sixteen. That is a black mark against. No, the not team. not if they line your pockets and be like, listen, no, here, no. party you, Marty. You don't want to be zero and sixteen. You want to win. Uh, it was just it was poor execution on that play. Maybe because it was the Redskins, a team in direct competition. Yeah, that's what I'm for saying. what they're trying to maybe accomplish. Oh, like that, they, they now own the tiebreaker Tim, against the Skins. Tim speaks of like crucial head-to-heads early in September and October. Well, that would be a crucial tiebreak, Timothy. Yeah, I think that they tried to win. It just was poorly executed because they're the worst team in football, and everything they do is usually pretty poorly executed. So I have a conundrum here. I said that I would not pick the Bills at any point this season to cover by more than four and a half points. If they were bigger favorites than four and a half, I would bet against them. They couldn't cover it against the Bengals. Well, then take the Dolphins and let's move on. I'm taking the Dolphins. Plus 17. Probably not going to bet this game. I do like that tease down, though. Maybe I'll do a 10-point tease. It's the only way to play it. Um, Let's see here. Oh, Minnesota and Detroit. Minnesota at Detroit. Uh, Detroit is a one-point dog at home. 46 is the over-under. The Lions got screwed on Monday night. I have a theory, Jeff. 
Yeah. Hear me out on this one. I think it's like the Witten thing, the Booger thing. There's something about Monday night that I think the NFL is telling ESPN and the refs to fuck up as much as possible to get people talking about the NFL on a Monday night. Cause these games are all terrible anyway. And I think that there's like, it's not a fix for or against one team. I think it's just to be as bad as possible to trigger people on the internet. That's my, that's my hot theory on it. That's I'm the not... type of conspiracy you would have had written on your wall that time. And you thought Sidney Rice was purposely kept out by the Vikings. So they re-signed Favre. I did. I thought that was the case. Fucked my keeper team for like three years. I got to own it. I didn't really see much of when the game got bad and ugly. I was, I was out. I I bet the under. So I was sweating it till the end. Thankfully, Jamal Williams took a knee on the one yard line. Really helped me out there. It was one of those weird situations where I had Green Bay picked on the show, but I didn't bet Green Bay. I just bet the under. So I was like, well, I really don't want them to cover at this Um, point. I'll take the L for the show. Okay. I really like Detroit here, Pat. I like Mini. See, as someone that thought Mini was in a great spot last week and the and the Eagles were you sort did. of set up to sort of um, really screw people over, I'm just sort of taking that win as a spot game, and I think they're going to be screwed again. Like, I'm not overrating that win. I think that win was a good spot for them. The consensus was Kirk Cousins sucks. No one wants to touch this team. The Eagles are so much better. Uh, the Eagles were massively publicly backed underdog, even though that spread kind of fluctuated, even went up to three and a half. Got up to four and a half by kickoff. So it said something, and the Eagles did make a charge and, and had me sweating it a little bit. But uh, I think Detroit is is uh, almost what they're advertised as right now. I just think Minnesota. I, Minnesota is like ninety percent of what Minnesota. Detroit is ninety percent of what Minnesota is. They seem to do things. Agreed. Yeah. Like, and they're all defensive-minded head coaches. Yeah, like now they're, they're and... built very much the same way. They're offensive pieces. Like they have these skill guys that you can use in fantasy, but they don't always show up every single week. But like the big difference is like Dalvin Cook is legit, man. Even against like a fierce. Yeah, he's awesome. Front with the Eagles, like he was able to gash them. He's going to be able to gash the Lions here. If you ask me for Minnesota to cover like three points on the road, you know, I'd probably end up taking the Lions. But at minus one, you're just asking them to win, and I think that they will win this game because Detroit will do something stupid like kick five field goals and then just leave themselves open to one drive down the field, and that's going to be the end of it. Maybe, maybe the refs have it in for Detroit, something like that, and uh, Minnesota gets a good call here. This game was outside. I mean, we've seen that. Minnesota really struggles outside against good teams, winning teams. But this game going inside at Ford Field, I'll take Minnesota. Tim? Yeah. Uh, Lions have a short week. It's never great. Minnesota getting to play indoors on the road is, of course, uh, you know, neutralizes the negative effects that them being a road team are. Nah, I think the Lions losing the way they did on Monday night, there's a hangover effect to some degree. And the Lions are dumb. I can't trust them. The Vikings also could do any number of stupid things and throw themselves out of the game. But between the two, I will take the Vikings. Especially because it is the short week. If Mike Daniels isn't back for the Lions, I know they can have snacks to stop the run. But having as many big bodies in the middle of the defensive line to shut down Delvin Cook is going to be essential. If Daniels sits again, it's going to be tough sledding for them. I have thoughts about snacks. Do you? Yeah, well, we'll get to that here in a second. Oakland at Green Bay. I'm curious to see what the public does with this game. Green Bay minus six at home against the Raiders coming off the bye. The big win in London against the Bears. 47 is the over under. Who are people betting in this game? I don't know. 
Because the world bet Detroit on Monday night against the Packers, and they covered. They, they won their money on Detroit. It's, people don't think this Packers team is for real, and to watch them, I can see why. But I don't know what to make of Oakland. They look good some weeks. They look horrible some weeks. I, I just don't get it. Can you, can you share some insight with me? Because I'm very torn on this. It feels like Green Bay should win by 20. Yeah, I'm ready to bet Green Bay and confident they can win by a touchdown. Like, I don't think I'm going to have a hard time doing that. The one thing with this Green Bay defense is they can get gashed on the ground. And you know that the Raiders want to turn turn around and give the ball to Josh Jacobs. He's back at 100% after dealing with a knee and an elbow. And he was still effective in those games against Indy and against the Bears that he should be able to pound Green Bay on the ground. If they can run him, score that way, they can also milk the clock at exactly the same time. I just, I don't know. It's a, Tim, you've been the Oakland whisperer. Tell us. Yeah, I'm terrified of this game for the Raiders. I think it sets up a lot like the game they've played against the Vikings, where they just were never really in it because the defense <clears throat> was able to, to to slow them down. Now, the Lions showed that you can sort of take the, the Packers deep, but the Packers also did a marvelous job in the red zone, sort of shutting down uh, opportunities for the Lions to score. So, oh, I'm very, very torn on this. I don't love it, but I will take Oakland. Uh, only because they're coming off a bye. I think they're very well coached. Uh, and, you know, the Packers coming off a short week. The Raiders coming off an extra long week. That's certainly an advantage. And the Packers have not looked, uh, you know, it, uh, like world beaters at home the way they usually do this year. I don't know why that is, but that's just the case. So we're going to go with the, the Raiders. I think there's a little bit of value on the six. I think this game should be a four-point spread. I think a lot of this has to do with Devontae Adams plays or not. If he plays, like, their offense is different. It's better. Like, obviously, it's better, but, like, it has just a different dimension to it. Like, of course. It, it's so stagnant when he's not out there. Like, they have nobody. They have, like, decrepit Jimmy Graham running routes at, like, Tim's speed when Tim ran the 40 at 7.9 or whatever it was. No, it's, it's, that's it's Jimmy Graham at this point. In a row and there was, anyway. But the Raiders beat Denver with Joe Flacco at quarterback. They lose to Kansas City with Mahomes at quarterback. They, they beat Indy with Brissett. They lose to Minnesota with Cousins. They beat Chicago with Chase Daniel. I I feel like Aaron Rodgers skews more towards the... I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't a great quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback. He's somewhere around average. I think that he's better than than Brissett. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. So every time they go up against like a reasonable quarterback, they lose. I'll take Green Bay. Yeah, I just don't see three-game win streaks with Oakland. I could make the case... See, it's hard. Like, blindly, you could argue the spread's a little high, but I, I don't know. I'm not willing to back Oakland here. I'm yeah, not, I, I, I don't want to step in front of the Packers. I think it's Packers Oakland. by three, so the Raiders get the cover. San Francisco at Washington. Oh Washington, Washington, 10 points. Doesn't seems that seem – it seems, seems low, short. right? Yeah, it seems yeah, short. So – no one will bet the Redskins this week. So I'm going to take the Redskins plus 10 at home. And I assume this line gets bigger as the week goes on. The over-under is 41 and a half. I actually don't know how they score points in this game, but... I don't K- know how they cross the midfield, but they will. Case Keenum's weird like this. Like, it doesn't really seem to matter if he's playing a good defense or a bad defense. He's just going to play like Case Keenum. Maybe Score and McLaurin can get in on the action. But I, I'm not... I, we did the power rankings on Monday's show. I had San Francisco ranked at number two, only behind New England. But it's one of these situations where what do the Niners look like if they get down by 10 points? Well, we don't know because we haven't seen it yet. But, like, 
I don't know. Like, do we know that they can throw the ball more than five yards downfield? Because they haven't really shown it yet. But I don't think that's Will they happen. have to? I, Ever? I, I, that's never going to happen. In this moment, not, not it's this in this moment, it's not a concern. I agree a lot of metrics would tell me the Niners are in a bad spot here, but I can't touch Washington. I can't touch Washington. Wow. And for the simple fact that I agree with you, this line gets up. I may as well just take this 10 on a Tuesday yeah. and, and have a little value when it's like 11 and a half or something, but not really key, key number move, but and yeah, this is the fourth end of a teaser as well. Down to three. I, I'm going to switch to San Francisco. I should blindly take like 99% of the money on this game is going to be on the Niners. If this game doesn't move from 10, I might bet Washington on Sunday. I, I can see that. Or that your logic is sound. Yeah. Like, I feel like when I, I try to do the spreads by myself. Of course. Before they come out, just to see where I'm at and where Vegas 13 is 13 here? What did you have? I had 14 and a half. I thought they'd give them more than two touchdowns. They've been the best team in football, basically. Yeah, but it's a team from the West Coast coming east and, you know, you know two o'clock game, and that matters to Vegas, right? They, they factor that in there. doesn't matter who it is. So who are you taking? I'm taking the 49ers. 49ers are the best team in football right now. So is the coin. I'm going to switch back to Washington. Fuck it. Washington for me, the Niners for you three. I don't feel super great about it. Oh, that brings us to the midway point of the show. We're only an hour in. We're, we're making some good time here. Well, we have a lot of... That might have been my shitty analysis through the first four games. Well, we're also coming up on... Well, we need your energy for the second half of the show. We had, we had Tim for 20 minutes about the Jets. Your time is coming to talk about the Chargers. Yeah. But first, we have to dive in to a Cuss Corner Mini. Tim, you had a definitive rankings list published on Twitter about All the, my be- rankings are definitive. the best snacks, liquid or solid, that you can have at a movie theater. So please, while you're watching a movie, Tim, enlighten us. I mean, do you just want me to, to repeat what I've got ranked? Because I can do that. You realize that people aren't just like f- with their phones open on Twitter looking at this while this segment is coming up, right? Yeah, we haven't labeled so it a watch along. You could have just said yes. I, I don't know where you would think about it the other way. That seems insane. All right, fine. Movie theater snacks definitively ranked. Number one snack, and this is, uh, you know, you, this is almost a tier of itself, is the fountain drink, uh, particularly DC. But it doesn't have to be DC. You can get regular Coke or Coke Zero. That's fine. Or Sprite if you're feeling adventurous. You know, whatever. Uh, it's the best. I mean, fountain drink pop is delicious. At the movie theaters, for whatever reason, it tends to be also extra delicious. It's nice. It's refreshing. It's a great thing to have. It's not, it's always kind of cool. The cup holder is built right into your seat. I like to, you know, there's so few places I go where I have the ability to use a cup holder. So I like to take advantage of that. I think that's a really neat factor. So cup holder, uh, fountain drink, that's the number one snack. Number two is buttered popcorn, but no flavors. I'm going to be clear about this. I hate those, <laughs> those people that shake like salt and vinegar all over their popcorn or like, nacho cheese or barbecue you, you people are awful don't do that use the pat mayo method of using a straw and layering the butter this sequentially through the, the popcorn bag it's a fantastic trick i use it every time i go you save the charge of them buttering it for you by them layering it you can do it yourself uh, just as efficiently uh as long as you're allowed to have a straw of course i don't know how hot butter through a paper straw uh, would uh, would work, but assuming that you can use a real straw, then yeah, uh, butter popcorn is definitely number two. 
shall I continue or do you? You can just list them off. We don't need like your detailed analysis of each of these ones. Uh, Okay. People can figure out popcorn at a movie. I agree with his, his no shakers or any of that. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get, well just, I want him to finish the list and we can talk about it. Licorice number three, particularly black licorice. Of course, if they got it, but red, if, uh, if that's all that's there, I mean, red licorice is not really licorice. It's just candy. Real licorice is black licorice. Then whoppers. Uh, whoppers are the, are a fantastic theater food. Uh, they're crunchy. They're, they're delicious. They're soft. Why would you want something crunchy in a movie theater? They're also, I like it. And they're also they're terrible. terrible. They're, they're disgusting. And they're also the inferior malt candy in like the brand. Well, that's your opinion. And it's a mistaken opinion. After that is M&M's. Plain is the best type, so go for plain. If you have to go for peanuts, I hate the peanut ones, but I suppose if you have to go for them, go for them. Uh, caramel ones are actually quite delicious, too. Then Swedish fish. In Canada, they're Swedish berries. In the U.S., they're Swedish fish. Those are fantastic. Tropical Skittles, not the regular ones. I don't care for the regular ones. Tropical Skittles is where it's at. Then Dots. Then Junior Mints. What are Dots? Like Jujubes. Like oh. They're like Jujubes, kind of. Very, very small. Smaller yeah. than even regular jujubes. Okay. Not and exactly. Then a gap. So you can see that thing from Seinfeld. Outside like of popcorn, I have a real uh, antipathy towards people bringing hot foods into movie theaters. I don't care for it. I think it causes odor. It smells. It disturbs people. I, I don't like it. But if you must, sandwiches, like a hot dog or something, then fries, then nachos. Any of those fancy coffees that people are making these days, you know, people seem like, you know, if you're going to TIFF or, you know, Sundance, you got to have. Have your... you have you ever been to one of those two things? No, I haven't. So, how, you know, so how do you know? Because movie theaters are now offering like specialty coffees that you can have at the movie theater in some places. Have you been to a movie theater that's done that? Yes, I have. No, Where? Off. Where? They're, they're around everywhere now. Like there's coffee bars now in, in movie theaters all over. Okay, so, so why would it have to be pointed out that they do it at Sundance and TIFF when they do it at the shitty theater that you go to? That's where it would have started and it sort of trickled down. Mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, okay. Uh, then a gap, any kind of alcohol, I just do not like at all. People, you know, again, it's millennials who don't go out very often. So if they go to the movies, they feel like they have to have a boozy, you know, coffee. Uh, that, that, that's actually food. untrue as well. That really started in Europe. Or a glass. It's, it's of been wine. it's been that way for a while. Don't care for it. Don't like it. So it's alcohol. And then DFL, and you know, there, there couldn't be a big enough gap for this. Is sour patch kids? That might be one of your all time worst yeah. takes. Like your anti sour patch kids. Trash can. Yeah, it's that's easily like a top three. But okay, okay. so let's go through this. Fountain soda is okay. fucking disgusting. And so just cross that off. Get yourself you, like you're. Listen, you're going somewhere to sit down for a few hours. Like, you don't need to be even fatter with everything that you're going to eat here. Just Well, then have Diet Coke. Diet Coke has got no calories. You know, when <laughs> what do you think comes in with uh, Fountain Pop? What, what do you think? It's it's not the same as Can Pop. Hey, Can Pop actually does taste a whole lot better. Even bottled soda takes, tastes a whole lot better. The syrup that is put in to preserve this awful Fountain Pop and mix it together with the water, it's not good for you, Tim. Yeah, but I mean, it's, if, if you have you know Diet Coke or Coke Zero, it's not fattening because it has no calories. Okay. When I read Tim's list, I st- exploded in laughter at the fact that Fountain Pop was number one. And I saw Licorice High, and I knew he was clearly referring to black. Uh, Fountain Pop is the number one thing. Is It's, it's gross. absurd. It's, it's really it's absurd. Gross. It doesn't even make sense. What do you mean it's great? It's something cool and refreshing to drink. It's, it's not even cool. It's pop. Yeah, but it's, not, yeah. it's, it's inferior soda. 
well, whatever. I don't think it's inferior. It is. It is inferior to a can of whatever you want. No, sometimes fountain pop is better. I actually am one of the crazies. Which kind? McDonald's. McDonald's. You think Coke from a fountain at McDonald's tastes better than a can of Coke? Yes. That is fucking insane. No. No. I swear to God, people that actually drink this stuff have a say. Yeah, the fans know. I believe you guys are just just too into this like too much sugar into you that everything just tastes good after a while. No, I no pick and, I pick and choose with the stuff that I enjoy. So I, if I'm going to do go to a soda, I'm going to have a can of Coke. Yeah, that's what listen, I think any soda, I don't care what brand, any soda being ranked number 1 is 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 preposterous. Just have a just have a bottle of water. No, I love it and that's what I want. Do you get like the biggest one for free refills? Yes, and I do use that. Also, I mean, you it, don't it have, sounds like you want some fountain pop and heart disease. Like the number one, way better than a soda would be like getting an icy. An icy? What yeah. Is that? yeah. Well, everyone listening probably thinks you're an idiot. I don't know what an icy is. It's like this. This. It's like a carbonated slushy brand. Oh, but they have yeah. a lot of states like AMC. They're delicious. Oh, that sounds terrible. Oh, I, no, you would love it. You would love it. And you get, yeah, no, you would. It's from the guy that doesn't mix his slushy flavors together. Remember that. Yeah, well, that's that's also insane, but that's fine. Blue, red, you mix that shit if you want. I don't particularly care for those things. No, uh, trust me. They actually close them. I find I get brain freeze from them really quickly because I drink them too fast. So So you'll get another refill. All right, Sheldon Cooper. The, The move here is, the answer is popcorn. And it's on a, it's, it, it's not though, because it's number one, and then there's nothing close to it. That is the thing synonymous yeah. with going to a movie. You I get agree. the big thing. And like I mentioned, the trick. If people are unaware of the trick, I feel like I've said this many times on the show. But hey, if you're new, the ultimate butter trick. If people see you doing it at the movie theater, they will, their minds will be blown, and then they will do it every time thereafter. That's how this stuff spreads. So what yep. you do is you take your bag of popcorn. Uh, any size really but i mean the larger the bag the easier that this works although a medium is best set up although americans are fat fucks so their medium is like extra 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 large everywhere else in the world so who even knows no, that's not very nice i mean it's dead when you go to eat in the states tim hey have you noticed the the portion sizes are a bit large i find them to be generous yes yeah a bit, bit generous so basically anything that is medium in america is just like extra large in the rest of the world then like your large is like it's just i don't know how people can eat it either way you take your popcorn you put your straw in and there's different levels of the straw so you put your straw in all the way into the popcorn one side of the bag Uh, not all the way on the edge just a little bit in maybe like a centimeter in and a centimeter in like that sort of block you put in or an inch i guess if anyway but you put it in you put it underneath the butter machine and you pour the butter into the straw so the butter gets to the bottom of the bag you then elevate it an inch or two and then you put more butter in it, then it hits the middle level of the popcorn. Then you elevate it a bit more, then it hits the third level of the popcorn. Then you put the butter on top of the popcorn, you shake it up. Then you are not dealing with the situation where you have pockets of butter all around your popcorn. And then it gets really soggy and it gets gross. This way, you can have fresh popcorn, freshly buttered, and it is delicious the entire way through the bag. Well done. It's one of the greatest inventions of all time. And it, Tim is absolutely correct. You start putting that like nonsense shit that smells like garbage yeah. on top of your, like you need to get the fuck out of the theater. Like go fuck yeah. yourself. It it just just that, yeah. I can't stand it. No, ba- I'm not one to ban things like Tim. That should be banned. I won't, I won't put up a fight. Where's Starburst on here? 
I enjoy I enjoy a Starburst out of really movie theater. I don't think they're really a movie. Theater. I also don't really understand your affinity for Whoppers when it's not even the best version of that candy that it's exists. Delicious. They're delicious. Maltesers are better. I don't actually agree. I actually think Whoppers are better. I think they're the original. No, Whoppers are gross. How are you on putting like the M&Ms or the Glossette Raisins, whatever it might be, into your popcorn? I'm opposed. I like strong. I don't mind it, actually. I don't, like I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Uh, Reese's Pieces should be on your list, too, by the way. I, there's a whole bunch of chocolate bars because at the movie theater, they have those like different type. You don't just buy like a Mars bar. They're like Mars chunks. Oh, they're like, like little bags. But they yeah. have that for almost like every single different type of chocolate bar. All of those are like S- Swedish berries are like, all right. Tropical Skittles are the nut low. Regular Skittles oh, are sour. Delicious. Regular Skittles or sour Skittles are way better for one thing. No, I disagree. Yeah. No, you just have bad taste. And the alcohol yeah. thing is I'm kind of with him. It is more of a European thing to go to the movie theater and have a beverage, just especially where we live, that people can't go to a movie theater with having a beer. They need to have all the beer, then they start yelling halfway through and try to fight people at the movie. <laughs> the only time that I enjoy drinking when I'm at the movie theater is if I go to like one of those VIP rooms. And then you're like, you know, like then you can like have a glass of wine while you're watching it. It's fantastic. I, I don't want to do that. I don't. You, why don't you want to? You don't want to go to the VIP I don't want room? No, having a glass of wine while I'm watching my uh, my Christopher Nolan movie. No, thank you. Why, why don't you want nope. a glass of wine? You can have, you can have a, any drink you want. I just enjoy wine. I can sit there. I can sip the wine while I'm watching. It's like I'd be watching a movie at home. No, I don't like that. You're going to the movie theater. You should have popcorn and a pop. You shouldn't be drinking wine or I don't, beer. Well, I don't drink pop because I'm not a fat fuck. You don't. The stuff has no calories. It's okay for you. <laughs> how's it work? Okay, honestly, how is, how is that working out with the weight loss program? Continuing to drink Diet Cokes. That is the least of a person's problem. That okay. It's zero calories. I, I don't know how to. I, I, I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to relitigate this to you. Yes, Paul. Just a little information for Tim. There's tons of sodium in diet in diet sodas and stuff like that. So that makes your body retain more water. So cutting that all out of your like it's. I know it has zero calories, but your body's just going to retain more water when you consume like diet sodas and stuff like that. So the more you know. But it's a treat when you go to the movies to be able to have it. Yeah, but you hey, drink it's not like a treat when you drink nine a day. A day. <laughs> okay, but we're talking just about me. I know people in general. Uh, what What are your take on like fries and hot dogs and stuff like that? I, I not don't, for me. I would. It's not for me. Either. I'd rather like eat that or nachos for that matter. I just don't. I don't, don't mind care. nachos. Uh, yeah, but the type of nachos that you get at the movie theater are like the lowest nachos. The low and the, oh, Mexi- the Mexicasa. Yeah, they're no, like. No, I actually don't mind the they're actual. So, oh, come on, on man! They're, gonna, they're like. Hold on, I gotta agree with Tim because like, sometimes I just, sometimes I'm just craving that genericness. But I have the best story for you. I don't even know if I want to name this person. But Cam, it's, it's someone. No, it is someone <laughs> that we worked with that used to be like enormous. But I don't know if you knew him. When oh he was yeah, enormous, yeah, I know. But now he's like the most fit guy I know. Period. He used to work at a movie theater. Do you know this story? No. How he got Why fired from... Yeah, you definitely know of this person. Yeah, I know. Tim knows him. You would have worked at a movie... He worked at a movie theater. He got fired. <laughs> the boss called him into his office. This is when he was in North. <laughs> and showed him surveillance video of him just of drinking the... <laughs> Pumping the cheese oh, into no. his mouth. 
straight out of a movie. That cheese, that, that's the part of like the, the nachos, the actual <laughs> chips that you get are like low budget chips that are underneath that like hot light. So they get like soggy hot, which is not good. But that cheese is disgusting. Oh, I don't like, like that. That's I below. That's like below cheese whiz in like the lowness rankings of cheese. Oh, I don't know. I, oh, I think man. it's all right. But in Sometimes a movie theater, the genericness of it. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, when was the last time you actually had this stuff? Jeez, I can't even a de- remember. A decade? I can't even remember the last time I had some hot Mexicasa liquid. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've tried that stuff. But uh, <sighs> so have, but, but if you put it there right now, I'd definitely take a big dip. Yeah, that shit's great. You're in on that? Of cheese sauces? Yeah. Like the, Imagine being like out the on cheese Like the no-name brand, like, fake cheese whiz? Inject oh. that directly into my veins. Delicious. You people need to clash yourselves up a bit. Sometimes I like it. I, I enjoy a nice Pat's low talk- adventure into like eating every now and again. That like that's just beyond. Like you can do much better if you're gonna go with like shitty foodie. Go get a bucket of chicken. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Though, something that, yeah. like that. They serve that shit at like gas stations now. I think. And Tim loves gas like station food. So it, it makes the hot sense that he would button like this. at the gas station. Yeah, they have the chili and the cheese buttons at Seven <laughs> Eleven. They, they do. It's like the dispensers for like milk and cream you put in your coffee. They've got it for chili and cheese. Do you put that in your So what do you put that too? on? Like nachos or like the hot dogs nachos, they sell there? But both. Nachos, hot dogs. Sometimes it's a keto if you feel like You have lunch it. at 7-Eleven regularly? I, I, I used to. You yes. got That chili makes me very nervous. Like you have to be really drunk to, to eat that chili, Tim. Yeah, but you know what? It's pretty good. It's not as good as like Wendy's chili. Like it's not up there. But Definitely it's, not. It's, There's a spice to that hot that hot liquid nacho there that is. I remember. Like, put it this way. You used to get that shit at baseball games, too. Yeah, this stuff is all drunk food. Like, you're, you've are you given up all inhibition. You're too loaded. You're just like, fuck it. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this. Would you ever sit down sober and be like, oh, those generic nachos and that awful cheese sauce? Mm-mm. Let's get filled up. I'm going to side with Paul and Tim on this one. Oh yes, God. maybe. <laughs> I win again. I mean, if this is what you consider winning, that's not good news, my man. I think we should run a poll on this. I mean, well, most of the viewers of the show are... you in or out on cheese sauce? I, I, I would say that most of the viewers of the show are American, and you might win that poll, because that sounds like a very American thing to eat. I think people are in on cheese Listen, I've been on record before on this show saying liquid... Not cheese whiz, but like a higher-end liquid cheese is maybe the most underrated condiment going. So good that you would put your mouth under a tap and uh, let it let it go. And I ain't talking about that shit in the can either. Cheese in a can? Yeah. Can that, ain't, that ain't for me. Can you imagine standing there in the office watching the videotape of it? I mean, you this know, sounds you, like something that you would do. So what do, you, what do you even say? Do you say, okay, here's my badge. I'm done. Like, do you try to defend yourself? They call it fit. Call it fake news. It's a deep fake. Uh, I wonder if you even try. You just go, yep, you got me. <laughs> can't believe Sour Patch Kids are that low on that list. But oh, he, Sour I Patch mean, listen, we've, we've gone, like, he litigates, he hates sour, key, his hate for sour candy in his, like, candy debate angers just me. Despise it. It's Stuff really weird. Sour candy's by number far one, number one. Yeah. Were cherry blasters on there? No, they weren't. Oh, I'll give your yeah. head a shake. All those, like, sour yeah. cola bottles. I don't like, like sour cola bottles. Uh, give it all. Give me it all. I like the cola bottles that don't have the sugar on them. Even though it's like oh, sour, no. fruit, those sour fruit slices. Yeah. The little. Yeah, those are like low rent sour patch. Sure. They're yeah, the same they're like, taste. They're just not yeah, as good. Yeah. Where's the, best, where's the best place to sit in a movie theater? 
Because I know oh. the best place. Pat, Pat and I have the exact same I don't opinion. go. Listen, I don't know. See, the problem is, Tim, that's why you and I work really well at the movie theater, because we, we yes. both like to sit in the same spot. Where is it? I don't know. Uh, the first row of, like, in a standard movie theater, where you have, like, your seats down below yeah. that are, like, close to the screen. Not there. That's too close. Like, if I haven't been you're in the movie close. in three years, I could still know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, like, if we're coming in, and, like, this is, like, where you walk in. Like, yeah. right here, let's say. Just show right? me where the screen is. So, the screen's right here. Yes. So there's, like, a row of seats right here, and then everything starts going up yeah. this way. On the stairs. Once yes. you hit the stairs. First row of the up? stairs. Yeah, that's the seat? There's a seat. And there's always, like, a handicap section right... Uh, below it. Right below it. So, there's a bar right here. Just right on the edge of the row. If you sit in that seat, you're up enough that it's like eye level with you. You don't need to be at the very top. You're very close to the exit, for one thing, in case there's a fire. You're like me and you have to piss a lot. Or just you have to take a call. Do whatever. Because you don't want to be on your phone during the theater. But you can put your feet up on the bar the entire time. And no one says shit to you. You're not kicking anyone's seat. You get to go nope. back in like the mini recline. Put your feet up. It is a fantastic viewing experience. You, what you sacrifice by being a bit too close to the screen, you make up for in pure comfort. 100% agreed. It cannot be disputed or debated. It is the best place in the movie theater to sit. If, the, you, know, if you know, we're living in a world now where there's, you know, more and more seats are being assigned at movie theaters. I like that. I like being I like being able to pick my own seat. <laughs> I am if I can get that seat. Right? Yeah. But if I can't, but that seat like, is usually open. That seat is usually open, but I think people in time are going to realize it's the best sort of like the exit rows on planes or you just put it out there. Exactly. In some ways I feel bad now that the world knows about Where this. Where are your numbers in his hometown? Oh, not huge. <laughs> not Pat Mayo experience, not very big in Canada. But anyway, those are the, the best seats. Go grab them. Uh, it's worth going even a few minutes early just to make sure you get them because it's uh, it's it's great. You say the exit row on a plane? I like the exit row on a plane. I like the extra leg room. I just like sitting in the very first seat of the plane. Then I can be well, the if I can't get the exit row, then I want as far up as I can get. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I want the extra leg room, but if I can't have it, then yeah, I want as far up as I can in the window because I don't want anyone disturbing me to get up to use the bathroom. And I'm in the window seat. No one bothers me as I need to get up. Tim or Paul, sorry. If they ask you to be the person in charge of like the door, what do you say? Absolutely. No problem. I are can you, handle. are you capable of being the person in charge of the exit door? <laughs> well, of course I am. I'm I, would very, not, I would not trust you with that. I, I, I'm if we are, I am competent enough. You are run. not, you are not calm under pressure. Sure I am. I'm you're ice a maniac. Cold I'm ice cold in a crisis. And you're incredibly cursed. So it's just a troika of things that could go potentially wrong. I wouldn't worry about it. I watch those videos enough. I know what to do. <laughs> Let's get back to the games. Late slates. Baltimore at Seattle. Seattle favored by three and a half points at home. Fifty and a half is the point total. Question for you, Jeffrey. I guess Marcus Peters is now playing in this game too, I would think, for Baltimore. So that does shore up their secondary just a little bit to kind of bridge the gap between Jimmy Smith coming back. Uh, so they're progressively getting better. I still can't figure out if the Ravens are good or bad. Uh, they're 1-4-1 and one against the spread. That ain't great. But Cleveland kind of showed a little bit of what how you can get to Seattle last week, and they blew it. Seattle, I'll tell you. I was at the Westgate Saturday. Oh, those Seahawks were public. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was on they the, should have lost yeah i was you know i did actually sounds could, like the public had to cash that ticket jeff yeah they did i should technically be nine and five because when i picked seattle on the show but when it came time to bet and the bet Brown, I, I bet cleveland because that game reverse moved and you know i'm all about it 
And the Browns just give it away because they're they're just so freaking annoying. Uh, but oh my god, the bug! The Seattle was the home team of the Westgate on uh, on Saturday afternoon. It's a hard game. The injury report is really what's going to hold up uh, any hard hard pick here. There's a lot of injuries in Baltimore from the receivers to the secondary. That makes this one interesting. So it does look like Hollywood Bram will probably end up playing. Mark Andrews will probably end up playing. I think the injuries for Seattle are far more significant. They lost two offensive linemen before the game going to Seattle, Dwayne Brown and someone else's name I can't remember. But anyway, you're losing two pieces of your offensive line that wasn't very good to begin with. And... I mean, Baltimore's defense isn't good, but without Grady Williams and Denzel Ward in the secondary for the Browns, like you can pass all over them. The front four for Baltimore isn't as good as Cleveland's front four. They're not going to be able to harass Russell Wilson just as much. Three and a half. It's the half point that really does it for me, though. Like, I don't know how Seattle's defense stops Lamar Jackson in the run game. I really don't because their defense isn't very good. I'm with you. I'll take Baltimore. I like that. I like that extra hook. Lose by a field goal. Cover the spread. So this one feels to me. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to bet it yet, but uh, I see Baltimore covering this one. Tim? Seahawks. I think they're the better team. They're at home. Uh, you know, At some point, we have to accept that Seattle at, what, 5-1 and one is just one of the three or four best teams in the NFC, and we should I, bet I don't them. think anyone is disputing the fact that they're one of the probably five best teams people, in the league. People tack, in, my, in my experience from what I've listened, people seem like they, they tack them on at the end. Like they're still waiting for the bottom to like they're like they're like last year's Panthers that eventually the bottom's going to fall out of them and they're going to lose a bunch of games. At least that's my perception of how they're being perceived. I could be wrong, but I think that they're pretty good. I think Russell Wilson is the best player on the field. I think he's the MVP of the league, and I think he is going to get this win. And I think he'll cover the number. Have they won a game by more than three points yet? Um, what did they? Sure. What did they? What did they beat Cleveland by? What was the final in that one? Four, four points. I think that was thirty-two twenty-eight. All right, so they won by four. They beat the Rams by one. They beat yeah. Cincinnati by one. Mm-hmm. What were their well, two other wins? They beat Arizona. They killed Arizona. Yes, they crushed Arizona. And who else did they beat? The Bengals. You said they, they only beat the Bengals by one. Can't remember Effort- who their other win is against. Anyway, I'm, I'm efforting this right now. They beat uh, the. The, oh, the Saints beat them by five. And then they have one more win because they're five and one. The Rams? Yeah. They beat the Rams by one. Anyway, uh, they, just, they just don't seem like a team constructed the, to win by a bunch because their defense beat, isn't that good. Yeah. They beat, Seattle they winning beat, by three, it might actually be like the score prediction I would make, but like 27 24, 21 24. Yeah. But uh, th- that hook's big. Who was the yeah, other they, team, Tim? Pittsburgh, and they beat them by two points. Yeah, they just. They're, like their defense, especially on the back end, just isn't good enough to keep teams off the scoreboard. I get it. I get it. So no, no, the, I, I, the, the hook is really big for me in this game, and especially when you I, have Tucker on one side of the ball too, who he'll make his field goals. Not too concerned about him. Nope, I totally understand that. But at the same time, I'm just I'm tem- I'm I'm inclined to pick against Baltimore on the road until I see them with a big road win here. Yeah, I I, I actually don't think that they win this game, but. Yeah, and I know, but I just don't want to pick them at three and a half anyway. I could see this game being a seven-pointer. The hardest game for me to not fall into the trap of of the week, Jeff. I thought it'd be Oakland and Green Bay, but New Orleans at the Bears. Bears favored by three at home. 38 and a half is the over-under. It looks like Chase Daniels is going to start over Mitch Trubisky. I don't think it really matters all that much because it's not like they've taken this game off the board or anything like that. 
Saints four and two against the spread. Bears coming off a loss to the Raiders in London, then a bye week. So they do get some guys back healthy. I can't make a really compelling case for the Bears in this game. And that kind of terrifies me because I know everyone in the world is going to be betting on the Saints. This is setting up to be like the Eagles last week. Yeah, that's a great comparison. It sort of feels exactly uh, like that. But at least with the Eagles, you can point out, hey, the Eagles have like the worst secondary in football. You can go over the top and score points on them. New Orleans defense is awesome. Awesome. And the Bears offensive line sucks. They have a bad quarterback. And we just saw that New Orleans can win games with Teddy Bridgewater scoring 13 points. And it's hard to. You saw that game last week and you see scenarios where Chicago might really struggle to get the ball in the end zone, much like Jacksonville did. They got it down there a couple times, but it's really hard to punch in. Bears still got that defense, though, and people don't mind betting They do, it. but the Saints, their defense probably isn't quite as good as the Bears, but it's close. And I think that when you have a situation where New Orleans probably has the best offensive line in football, they can block for Teddy Bridgewater, they can block for the running backs, and they can execute this efficient offense. It just kind of eats up time, moves the ball enough that you can kick some field goals, hopefully you can get into the end zone once or twice, and that's good enough because their defense against this Bears offensive line is just going to eat them up. Cam Jordan's going to be in the backfield all game. Yep. So why wouldn't I take the Saints? By the way, they might secretly be the best team in football. No, I don't when, think so. When Breeze comes back? Oh, yeah. If Breeze comes back healthy, watch out. Yeah. Oh, they're a darn good team, but uh, I'm going to take the Bears. Why? I think that's two road games in a row now for New Orleans outdoors. I think the Bears still have an excellent defense. The Bears are coming off a bye. I think they can do enough to frustrate that offense. And I think a week off has been good for them to sort of sort themselves out. What we saw in the second half against Oakland was pretty encouraging. They sort of found their sea legs a bit, started playing better on the offensive side. I don't know. I just think the Bears are the way to play the game. I think they're going to win the game uh, in Soldier Field. Sort of a, you know, I just think it's must win games when you're three and two, but uh, their schedule gets so tough that this is a game that they're. They, they they are desperate to have. And I just, I don't know. I just, I just trust them at home and I don't trust the saints on the road as much against what I think is a very formidable, obviously a very formidable defense. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how you can say like the saints can't go outdoors and win. They went to Seattle one. They went to Jacksonville and one. Yeah, no, I'm not, I certainly don't think they can't win. Of course they can win. I'm just saying, I trust the bears at home coming off a bye more than I trust uh, T- Teddy Bridgewater. Right I, now. I, the I'm going to tell Bridgewater to make some mistakes and take the game. I'm going to fall into the trap and take the Saints. I think that they are the better team. I'm getting three points. This is exactly like last week when I took the Saints. It's like they're just better than Jacksonville. They're better in almost every single level of the game. And like the difference between Minshew and Teddy Bridgewater is negligible. And this week, like if Chase Daniel starts for the Bears, then even if Trubisky starts, Teddy Bridgewater might be better than them. They should probably just trade for Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe that would make them a little bit better. But like Bridgewater is not turning the ball over. He's managing the game effectively. And even if the Bears do have the better defense, I think the impact on the game will actually come from the New Orleans defensive side of the ball because, like, even in that comeback against Oakland, when they scored all the points in the second half, how'd they do it? They forced the ball to Allen Robinson over and over and over. The Saints have the out card there. They have Marshawn Lattimore to stick on. Then you got nothing on the go. I don't like it. Where are you that defense? That's all. That's all I'm saying. I don't like it, but I'm going to plug my nose and I'm picking the Bears. Not going to make it like a play on game because I just, it terrifies me too much. But. I got a problem because yeah. I like the Bears and I'm almost on them because I felt pretty strong about Jacksonville last week. 
um, for a multitude of reasons. Uh, clearly dead wrong, but I think the Bears could present a lot of the same challenges. And I'm gonna how are be they dumb moving enough, the ball? I'm dumb enough to go back. I don't know. And we saw Oakland Good. run all over the Bears. If I mean, New Orleans has a very effective running game because their offensive line is so good that they can do the same thing to the Bears potentially. And we're not even asking them to win. We're asking them to cover three points. So I'm on New Orleans Island, I suppose. Your Be team, very scared if that spread doesn't drop. I'm scared of the game just looking at it anyway because it makes no sense to me. Yeah. I thought New Orleans would be favored in this game by a point. Chargers at Tennessee. As of this recording, we do not know who is starting at quarterback for Les Titans, but I guess... Oh, they haven't had a fan poll on Twitter? <laughs> they haven't, no. <laughs> you haven't... <laughs> Jeez. Apparently, it doesn't matter uh, who starts. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny because there is a line in the books are like, we don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, I have, like, we have Tannehill on... Is that... Yeah, Tannehill on the graphic right now. Tannehill, Marriott, I guess it doesn't really matter. They're favored by two points at home against the Chargers. The over-under is 40. So, I think, I don't think I ever thought I would say this. The Titans have a much better chance of beating this Chargers team with Tannehill than they do with Mariota. Okay. Last week, you guys talked, not that I would have picked Pittsburgh, but I thought we were, I don't think we were better anywhere but quarterback. Uh, I, guess I mean, I made the case that. for Pittsburgh. That's actually one of the three games I got correct. Tim let the Chargers blow up his teaser. Well, hopefully Tim's going to leave us now like he did two years ago. Oh, he was. When we were 0-4. Yeah, we can, 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 you, can you please apologize to Jeff for ruining the Chargers season? No, the Chargers season is by no means ruined. They okay. I want to just talk about this game, and then I can talk about what's important to me, which is a bigger subject. Chargers are fucked for this one. <laughs> uh, we are the Falcons right now. Do you remember how I felt a couple weeks ago when Tennessee played Atlanta? Yeah. Tennessee is just designed to beat a fucking a team that's fragile. And we're not right in a good way. And we don't have lines, either of them. And we don't have a secondary. You, so you still have a defense. Like, Bosa alone is more pass well, rush I, I than get, Atlanta can generate. I want to get there in a moment. So I think we're really troubled because the Titans are, are, are kind of in the same do-or-die state. But they got a coach who would cut his dick off for the game. I mean, that's his quote, not mine. It doesn't make him good. But I feel like they'll do something to get it. And it really bothers me because this is one I want. Even if we're not going to win another game the rest of the year, I want this one. This one's a little personal for me. You need, like, if, you, if the Chargers want to stay alive and get their guys back, like, just getting Hunter Henry back. You were right about Hunter Henry. Am I? You guys see why I get so upset when he's hurt? Because he's everything I say he I is. I mean, he's the garbage time king. He had a real impact on that game after it was over. <laughs> no, he's good. He's good. You can fuck off. The look Jeff just gave you there. You know he's I good. I was worried. You know he's good. You know he's good. Um, Maybe teach him how to block. That would help. Or teach Benjamin how to catch. First, it was our first pass of the game to him, and he dropped it? Okay. We got, we, <laughs> yeah, so, you're asking that as if you don't exactly know the answer to that question. How, how many menchies did you get on Twitter at right after that catch? Uh... Yeah, so I'm really, that. I'm really, I, I just kind of grasp where I want to go next. Something happened two weeks ago. It involves two Melvins. One of them left, one of them came back. The one that left, since he's left, 
Well, the defense over four quarters seems to find a stability to somehow give us a chance. Like when you see what we're down early in those games, what the final scores are. I mean, granted, the other teams are probably just trying to run out the game. But he's a bad seed, and I mean that in a good way. He's nasty, and he brings an edge that we clearly don't have, and it's incredible how we are just flaking out of the gate without him and that other piece of shit that decide to show up. And I don't even blame him. I blame the, the the coaches that must have lost the locker room to give this guy the respect that he doesn't deserve. I don't understand it. It's like, oh, Melvin Gordon's back. We think he's great. Let's give him the ball every time oh, for no man. yards. See, now yeah. when I slam the table, you yell at me. But when he does it, you don't even mention it. No, I am not happy because he's fucking lost. He runs in circles. I can get two yards without him. Philip and Eckler have such great chemistry on the little blood dumps, and this guy's just fucking lost. The way I would just... And I know Philip played bad. That was a horrible fucking turnover early, but he got fucking smoked on, like, two of his first four plays, and he was rattled. I know dad's in his eyes. He was rattled out of that gate. He's got no center now, and we're just getting bull rushed. And we're going to find out today or tomorrow if Okunga will ever come back this year, and he's probably not going to. So it's not going to get better. So and he feels he's got to play hero ball, and we know that's the worst version of him. So we're in a bad way. But the second interception got tipped, and then the game snowballed from there. Oh. And I don't even think the defense is as bad as, what, good news? What? I was going to say, the Saints, uh, Saints slot corner, P.J. Williams, gets a two-game ban. That's probably good for the Saints defense. I like them even more now. He sucks. Well, here's what I want to say to you just very quickly before you continue to go. The difference between having Eckler in the game and having Melvin Gordon in the game, even if you think they're exactly the same in terms of overall talent, the game plan that the Chargers employ when Eckler's in the game is so much better than when Melvin Gordon of course is in the it game. is they're, they're like it's two a totally tempo, different teams. A... <sighs> I don't know, man. The game starts. I see twenty five. I, I literally smash a cup over my head. <laughs> I cannot believe we give him this respect that he doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve it. If he deserves it or he doesn't, L Austin earned it, man. He earned it. And it's fucked everything up. We try to get Melvin going, and it's just putting us behind. We got a lot of problems. They're not, it's not all Melvin. I don't want to make it like it's all Melvin because you can't fucking tackle. We don't have a linebacker worth shit. We don't have a, a tackle worth shit. We're fuck. They'll compete, but we're dead. Tim, you think they win this game? Let me put it this way. This is it for the Chargers and me. If they lose this game, game they should handily win, I'm renouncing everything with them this season. So you're, giving, you're, you're giving up on your Super Bowl pick if they lose this game? If they lose it. That's how confident I am they win a game against a bad Titans team. Uh, I think that they're the better team on the field. They should not be underdogs against this miserable Titans team that got blanked by the Broncos. The Broncos are trash. They're on the teaser. We're teasing them up. I feel really good about the Chargers this week. I have full faith in them. If they let me down, that's it. I will come on the show next week, and I will renounce the pick, and I will release them. Uh, and then I'll have to make a new AFC uh, champion pick. I, I had such a great, a great trip. I had a great trip. A great trip. It was fantastic. We can see the effects of it. It looked like a fun time. No, I, 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 I 
I'm so happy with myself. I'm so happy with my performance. Well, you're only playing the Super Bowl. It's true. You're leaving it all on the field. Leave it there. Who knows when I'll play again? You need some ACL surgery. You need some. You need to get some Lance Armstrong blood doping on the go. Get yourself some energy again. No, I'm good. I'm great. But they really just. Oh man. I, I, I I've never wavered on. I, I'm wavering hard. I don't know how right, we're well, starting. Would you prefer that they lose this week and Tim gives up on them and then they can rebound like they did the last this time? This game is personal. I need this one. I need this one. You had mentioned to me that any team that has like a capable wide receiver too is going to do damage to the Chargers. This seems almost like the perfect team for them to play. But I think we're fragile and they can just four and a half, like three and a half a play versus us. Go for a couple fourth and half a yards. Will like they, they go, really? But will they go for the fourth and half a yards is the question. If yes, they, do, they if will. If they do, then you're right. But they probably won't because they're Tennessee. And then they'll like miss three field goals because they also enjoy doing that. I was in public. I, people, people saw me. Oh, no. When... When when Al Roker sent out the kicker at the end of the fucking half. <laughs> I was thinking about you as a kicker as well. That was on. in public. This is bad. Because I just had to, like, move. I went to find my friends. Like, I know this game's on everywhere, but I got, like, the radio feed in my ear, like, because I'm not going to miss a thing. And everybody's like, I like tell him like, no, he's he's just like he's like they almost like tell him like I got like something wrong. <laughs> You're like the guy in Euro Trip. Sure, like, I don't even don't know what we're him. referring to. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm not the only one like that. Just not about football. Oh, none no. of my friends. None of my friends are normal. But that's the good thing. Who wants to fucking hang out with normal people? Yeah, I, I don't know a lot. I don't fucking, know a lot of Pretty normal. fucking boring. Tim's my I don't best know friend. A lot of normal. So Exactly. Like, exactly. What are you doing here? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know no. a lot of normal people. Normal people don't like to get, you know, made fun of. Like, no. Screw them. Um Who are you picking? Well, I gotta pick the Chargers. But I am so I haven't wavered on these three coaches since their arrival. I gave them a free pass in 17 because of a move. It's like so many weird things. And they earned my trust by him Octavia Spencer in about two games. I just want to make that point clear. Well, I, I have to get my narratives ready, bro. <laughs> and I'm an equal opportunity basher. So you can't put this on anything that you think is, is, is me is um, more than it's just my mean spirit. It's nothing. Um, just like when you guys, uh, I saw that uh, Dr. Chow had Ellen on his yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So people can't like turn this into like a race thing. Were people turning this well, into a race Well, some people thing? make these comments that want to like shape. No, I am equal opportunity, mean spirited when it comes to these assholes. No, they're but when they want, when they just do these things, just like like even not trying to kick that field goal to make it twenty four to three. There's a clock. There's things that make sense. I got poison in my body and I can do the math. And you have mentioned many times on the show, you weren't good at math. No, but we had to like, you know, it was our only chance. We needed those points. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. Cause when the O-line is bad, 
Their you, you, O-line you is just yes. as bad. You highlighted it before the year, though, that, like, when it gets bad, like, it could have been bad if we were healthy, but with no Pouncey and Okung, it's, like, really bad. And it sort of sets up for Phillip to just have one of those seasons. That's why you so. need to have Eckler in the game. You need to be able to... The safety valve. Yeah, Every play it has, has to be, to be there. there. Has to be there. And not a guy that's fucking ballerina twirling trying to figure out what's happening. <laughs> I'll take the Chargers as well. I'm almost hoping that they lose so Tim can jump off them and watch everyone come back the next week. You have Badger oh, yeah, back. You'll have Derwin right. James back. It'll be fantastic. I, I didn't mean. I apologize for all the swear. I don't want to swear. Like there was a do, lot of profanity in that section. I never. I feel more alive watching them lose than I could ever feel doing anything else in the world. You sound like a heroin user. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> It's how drug addicts. No, are. it's not a good feeling. They like that feeling. No, for like eight seconds. Well, see, Jeff's down about his team, but I'm up, so it all evens out. Yeah. So if the if the Chargers win, then definitely the Jets are getting blown out on Monday night, right? I and this is so. personal. As I mentioned, my college roommate, Titans fan, uh, wouldn't even fucking watch games with me. I want to swear, Jeff. Uh, we talk shit all the time. Chargers played the Titans when we lived together. And I stood up. This is an old house. 57 St. George Street, London, Unit 2. So Ontario, he didn't watch Ontario not England. Uh, it's probably torn down by now. But he, he'd have to watch, like, in his room. He wouldn't even watch the Chargers games with me. And every time we scored, I would go over to the part of the house that was on top of his room and literally do, like, Earthquake the Wrestler. You did you pull a natural disasters on them? I would just, and this was an old, fragile house. I could have gone through the floor, maybe. <laughs> but don't worry, I didn't go through the floor. Just his his loser Dave Matthews posters fell. Someone tweeted at me the other day about how it's just like you can't trust anything you say because you don't like the Dave Matthews band. Like Dave Matthews band fucking sucks, man. It's weird because Dave Matthews is known as such a nice fellow. I loved them from like '98 through 2002. Well, Jeff, you're Jewish, of course you like them. Yeah, I was Jewish, and I went to high school. Of course, I I saw them play at like the Ralph and Darien Lake and all these other like drivable spots. Yeah, I say I kind of like the Dave Matthews band as well. They're fucking a disgrace. Oh, I don't think so. They're awful. Awful. Awful music. I'm ashamed of myself. But you're picking the Chargers. Only the coin is picking Tennessee. We're on Team Jeff here. We want to see a rebound. Yes. Although it's best for you if Tim is wrong. I think we're the get-right team for the Titans, because I see we have a lot of problems. Yeah, but can the Titans even get right? If they win this game, are are they all of a sudden figured out? Here we come. They're still the worst team in that division. We can be bullied. I believe in you. Last game. I want to say something Okay. (laughs) Shame on the league for doing (laughs) what they did. (laughs) I know where this is going. It's just not fair. It really isn't. In hindsight, like, you know, I get it. You want to give us a primetime game. But, like, the Steelers, we saw them play. I will make this point. The Chargers have so many problems. I'm not denying them. I am not ignoring them. But you're a dimwit if you think the Rams got a proper market share there either. We've seen the Steelers play the Rams. We've seen the Chiefs play the Rams. We've seen the Packers play the Rams. It's only that that stadium is so huge it doesn't kind of look like it. Now, when the Steelers played the Rams, I would say it was probably... 60-40? Let's work this. I would say it was 50-30-20. 
50 Steelers, 30 Rams, 20 empty. Because it's a freaking Coliseum. Now you put that game in our stadium, which was like 95-5, it's probably like 85-15 if the Steelers play the Rams in the box we played in. Doesn't mean we don't have problems, but let's like get real. They're giving you guys, and the Rams are just real sad because they signed a Cronky's upset as I spoke about before. He signed a horrible deal. His dreams of LA like allowed him to sign any deal put in front of him, and it's the NFL's problem. But the Chargers got a free pass, and they don't have to give the guy a cent, and they don't have to charge for PSL. So the generic football fan that doesn't have a team just like I'll pay for the cheaper tickets. The Chargers only have to contribute money from that stuff, and they're lowballing everybody. So we'll see what happens. It's a long-term thing. They're screwed, but it's L.A. And they'll turn on the Rams quick, too. Oh, they're already turning on the Rams. I, mean, like, I, don't, I like to make the joke, but you see the video of after the Rams coming home from the Super Bowl. There's like four people out there. I mean, Two of them don't the look. What? They've given the Chargers another home Sunday night game this year. So maybe that'll get flexed out, but maybe it won't. Against who? Oh, I'll be Against there. The Vikings. Against the I'll Vikings. be there. If it's not important, I won't be there. Should, honestly, the Chargers, that they really want, should institute what like NHL teams do, which is that if you wear the uniform of the opposite team, just kick them in the building. Remember Tampa Bay did that a couple of times. No, let them in the building. It doesn't matter. I don't care. The other team, you, yeah, you but, but, but then legit, no one would go. No, that, see, that's another misnomer. Wait, you, you think Chargers fans are going to pile into the stadium? They're going to drive an hour and a half, two hours? Go they the go. That stadium... How do I put this? That stadium is full, except the people that actually care about teams will pay good, good money to go to those games. It's not cheap to get in there. I wouldn't imagine, but you can like what fan bases are coming in that the other team's fans there's not more of in LA. It's impossible. Jackson talking about this many times. Yeah, no, we've sw- I've been to a Jaguars game at Qualcomm. I've mentioned I've been to a Steelers game at Qualcomm. That was like an actual Chargers home game. You're right. Buccaneers would be This was happening in San Diego, too. Uh, You have the Steelers go play in Tampa and watch what would happen. Sure, but it's it's magnified here. Of course. And it looks worse in pictures because it's so freaking small. And it's bad. And it's an ugly scene. I had Uh, a friend who actually went to that game. He went to both games in the same day. He drove uh, from the Coliseum to that game for the Sunday nighter. (laughs) He said, great place to watch a game. Yeah, I've, what did I say? He said he loved it. He said it's way better than like the huge stadiums. I've said to you, walking in and in the concourse, I felt like I was a chic LA food fair and I was angry. But once I was in my seat, it was one of the greatest in-game experiences uh, I've had. My uncle uh, lives somewhat near the stadium. So he went to a Chargers game right when they first started playing there last year. And like, he immediately like said, this is the worst place ever because you can't smoke in it. He was very upset. It's California. Still. Thought it was America. Um, and the league as a whole, they ignore them. They didn't just leave LA. They ignored LA. Well, they dangled it as a carrot over every single franchise for two and a half decades. So that, we'll that see. was their out. Um now it's London. Should we talk about the Sunday night game? Didn't we, we already? Go, no, we haven't got to the Sunday night game. Oh yeah, sorry, we jumped the Monday. That's why I got confused. We still have a game left here. Philly at Dallas. Dallas favored by three. 49 and a half is the over-under. I think this game hinges on the injury report. It doesn't look like Amari Cooper is going to play. 
leaving Michael Gallup. Like if there's a spot like you do want to miss against, like you can afford to miss against the Eagles, it's probably your receivers. Although losing Cooper is pretty big for their offense. But if their O-line isn't fixed, like they can't do anything. If Collins doesn't, at least Collins, one of Collins or Smith doesn't come back, like it's been completely out of sorts the last two weeks for them. And I don't know if it gets any better. I think like talent wise on the field, maybe the Eagles can somewhat patch together a secondary. If it's not for their secondary, their team is awesome. But there's like crippling hole on their team and everyone exposes it. So I don't know really how to play this. I feel like taking the Eagles in the points though. I love the Eagles and the points. The Eagles, are the last part of my teaser. Uh, I just think that, yeah, Dallas is just too injured. And I just, I don't know. So, da- so, so Dallas is just too injured to beat Philadelphia. So you're going to tease them. But this exact same two injured Dallas team last week had so many good players on it when the Jets beat them. I mean, they still have a bunch of good players. It's not like the Cowboys are a bad team, but I think the Eagles are a better team. I picked the Eagles to win the division to start the year. I still like this Eagles team a heck of a lot. And I just, you know, I, I, I'll tease them up to 10 to, to, to make sure it's free money. But I, I don't know. I just, I think without Cooper and, uh, you know, without, uh, without Collins and without some of those guys in the line that Dallas is in a tough spot against an arch rival. And how many times have we seen D- Dallas uh, fall flat on their faces on a Sunday night? We were saw it once this year where they were unable to score uh, much against New Orleans. So, yeah, I'm going to take, uh, take Philadelphia. I'm going to take Philadelphia as well, although I am going to... I don't usually bet the Sunday night game. However, I'll probably just say if Cooper is out, I'll just bet over Michael Gallup yards and cash that free money, and that'll be my bet for this one. But Philly for me, Philly for Tim, Dallas for the coin, Jeff, you? I'm going to preface this by saying this this pick could easily change because this is going to be a big one. It's Sunday night. It's Cowboys-Eagles. Sunday night, people got to win their money back. This will be one of the most... Track the money. Properly... Uh, book games of the year. I, I really mean that. I, I don't think I'm walking with hyperbole uh, when I say that. Uh, these two teams, the primetime spot, the win back my money game, I will be tracking the money here, uh, but for right now, I will I will ride you guys in the mean green, Eagles. Dallas looks out of sorts. Most certainly, and it's so funny, listening to uh, like Jerry and Stephen Jones do their radio show, like they don't have a clue what's going to work right now. Like do, they're, do you think they're talking out of both sides of their it, mouth? Do you think Tim that show is better than the Mike Holmgren show that used to come on? Oh my goodness! Remember I, that? Okay, I, I know did. what you're you're talking about. Here in Canada, when you got the NFL Sunday Ticket package at about eleven o'clock before the network pregame show came on, they showed on all the different channels you had access to every single Coaches. coaching show yeah. that yeah. are taped on like Wednesdays so or Thursdays bad. that air in the local <laughs> markets. They are so yeah yeah yeah. Uh, those can't still exist. There's no way that no that they don't. Happen. Well, they kind of do, but I think they're you just know, you can't watch them. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing like watching the Mike Riley Chargers coaches show. What, imagine what the Anthony Lynn coaches show would be like every week. Jeff would have to live. Hold tweet on him. a second. I never even heard him speak. So. I'm gonna just take a step back because Anthony, Tony, Tony Lynn. If they flop this year, he has to go. That's all no, there is to it. With all no. the talent, yeah, he's, he's got to be gone. No, he won't. Do you think? Do you, do you no. think? Uh, do you think the ownership will be like, ah, oh, we were under curse? What are we going to do? Yeah, about it? No. no, they'll blame the injuries. They won't get rid of him. He's twenty-one and eleven in his first two years. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just speaking for what I know of the franchise. They won't. Were I the charge? I mean, yeah, fair enough. Were me, I'd if they were to go like six and ten this year somehow, 
I show him the door and I bring somebody new in for the Yeah, but you game. want to fire everyone after two games anyway. You were ready to fire Gase two weeks ago, and now he's... You know, he's going to be a playoff coach rookie jet season. Yeah. Listen, you look at that schedule. There's just not losses on it. There just isn't. <laughs> That's why the loss, as Pat said, it's going to be the one that, like, it's going to be such... It's going to be, it's it's gonna gonna be a really soul-crushing loss. Like, Miami is the one. Like, it'll be a type of game like his Tampa game last year. Was that yeah, last when he year? Called it was like, yeah, he's gonna, it we're going to shut them out. Years, that was several years ago. Oh, well, whatever. You know what I mean. It's going to be a game where you call a shutout or something. Which team is in more trouble? Because I have a very definitive answer on this one. Dallas or the Rams? I think the Rams because well, the Niners for 2019 are not going away. or, yeah, like this or year. and beyond. Tim is correct. The answer is the Rams because the Niners are going to win that division. The Rams are going or, to have or, to or the or the Seahawks are going to win that division. Yeah. Or the Seahawks are yeah. Like the Rams are be lucky to get one. Like if both wild cards come out of the West, the Rams are fighting tooth and claw. They don't have any tie breaks, and the Seahawks and the Niners have both beat them. The Niners have beat them in uh, L.A. Yeah, I mean uh, the the Rams are in a heap of trouble. Whereas even if Dallas loses this game, it's not good by any no, stretch. But it's not like the Eagles are running away with this division. Yeah. Yep. No. no. Exactly. 100%. So, I don't think the Rams are going to make the playoffs. I'm curious. I, I want to go back to see who oh. how, who we picked in like the over-unders for the over-unders. I picked show. the Niners and the Rams to both make it out of that division. I uh, picked. I think I picked the Seahawks to win the division in something else. I can't remember if it was the Niners or if it was the Rams. I feel, Rams I feel like we all wanted to pick the under on the Rams, but couldn't pull the trigger because we were. Yeah, I picked the over. I thought that were. I think I did. I don't know. I picked them to win the division. I think they've got a heap of talent, but we we didn't even really bring up that that Rams Atlanta game is the I got destroyed by the Patriots game. <laughs> well, they didn't get well. The, those are two very different types of losses. No, but like their, their, their franchise has been in shambles oh, since they yeah. lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, you know, what can I tell you? They, they, they both let me down in, in various ways. Tie. Got the tie in the game. Yeah, that's about what those teams would do. All right. Let's recap the week. Actually, let's get to the Super Locks. I am down. I told you I wouldn't make New Orleans my Super Lock, so I can't do that. So it's down between Jacksonville and Baltimore as my two favorite, but I'll take Jacksonville minus three on the road in Cincinnati. Packers. Packers minus six at home. And Tim, you're taking Jets plus 10 Monday night. Oh my God. Yes. An insulting number for Sam under center, a 10 point spread on Sam day night football. Crazy. I can't believe you went back to Sam day night football. (laughs) I I thought we agreed. That was just embarrassing. So good. <laughs> Were you choking on Diet Coke? <clears throat> no, just the idea. The throw he made to Anderson. There's like two or three quarterbacks in football. He was Anderson was wide open in the middle of the field, 30 yards away from him. If you can't make that throw in the NFL, you probably don't play in the NFL, he man. Some perfect touch passes that so few people had the ability to do. It was just, you know, it's just a breath of fresh air. It's like, my goodness, when you have a star under center, like food tastes better. And the air is, is fresher. And just, everything's better when you know you've got a superstar quarterback who's 22 and is going to be there for 15 years. Like, I know, the world is your oyster. I just, I'm on cloud nine here. Well, your free money teasers are one in five for the season. That brings you to an impressive, I believe it's six and 52 for the duration that we've been doing this show. So can you please recap that for us? I feel like you're just making that number up every week. Uh, Jets, 49ers, Bills. Bengals, Chargers. You have 49ers on there? 
Yes. So you have 40, 49ers down to minus three? Yeah. Jets, 49ers, Bills, Bengals, Chargers. And you said Eagles. Or Eagles. Yeah. I don't know why I said. Uh, yeah. Eagles. Sorry. I have this. I have this is what you've said during the course of the show Jets, Cincinnati, Niners, Buffalo, Chargers, Philly. Six teams. Did you forget Cincinnati? Because okay. he definitely put Cincinnati in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six teams. What am I looking at? Okay. Sorry. Can't even get your shit together. I'm just so excited. <laughs> Did uh, either of you guys watch Breaking Bad? I haven't. I haven't watched that or Joker yet. So I I'm, haven't. I'm saving my seen. opinions on both of those. I am too. I watched Breaking Bad on the plane. Can, can can I give you my? I don't like. I legit know nothing about the Breaking Bad yeah. movie, but it seems super unnecessary. I will agree with that. Like just that going I, into it, like I, I will watch yeah. it because I like Breaking Bad. Want to see what happens to Jesse? More like it's the same reason. I mean, Better Call Saul is a really good show, but the only reason that I watch that is because I like Breaking yeah. Bad so much. But that was good. this just seems yeah. this didn't need to exist. It I'll, feels yeah. I'll say nothing. I got up like forty minutes into it. I'm like, what am I watching? And then I like kind of waiting in the line to use the loo on the plane. It dawned on me that it's just felt like. Uh, like two episodes, not really a movie. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like a kind of like two more episodes. And I kind of enjoyed it more when I took that mindset to it than thinking like a movie. Because like a movie just has a different maybe cachet or feel. Uh, but yeah, kind of unnecessary. But I didn't not like it and I didn't love it. And if you obviously watch the show, you got to watch it. So yeah. you watch it. That'll do it. In the Pat Mayo experience. We spent... 23 minutes on the Jets. We spent <laughs> 21 minutes on the Chargers. Wow. We spent almost, what is this? 24 minutes talking about popcorn. Good show. <laughs> Feel like you well, got your energy back towards the end, Jeff. Yeah. Sure. And you got fired up for the Rams. Well, as I said to my buddies, because the second night in Vegas on the Saturday, like I was not in a good place. Dinner on Saturday, I was not in a good place. I was at my low point of the trip. I went to the subway in the Paris Hotel when I was last in Vegas for dinner, and they have these TVs set up because it's near a sports book. It is a great place to have supper if you're in Vegas. <laughs> Don't ruin my words. So... My not like I literally it was like uh but I ended up having a great night and I put it to my buddies. It's like I was in the, the curtain jerker of the night, the opening match. It did not go well. I got put on my back quickly, but Vince McMahon sent me out for the main event and I crashed that fucking ring and I cleared that fucking ring. I like it. I don't know when I'll be back. Be a long time. To Vegas? Yeah. Or to the at show. least like that sort of trip. Uh the show? I'll be back next week. Are you going to Honda for golf? I will be. I'm thinking about going. Someone like mentioned something to me about you to like try to get you to go. And I'm like, oh, I'm Pat to like give me this look of disgust. I don't know if that's the one I want to go to. I do want to go to an event this year. Why don't we I'm not going to miss work? Like, yeah, no, obviously. But why that... don't we all just go to Royal St. George's? Make that the event. Yeah, but you won't go to Europe. Well, the, the Canadian Open, I think he's talking about. No, oh. I was talking about the British Open. Oh. But yeah, no, it's it's what's the one here? St. George's. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not royal though. Oh, but I, sorry, I just thought because he actually said it like 
No, but like I would go. Minutes from it Europe. is twenty minutes from the so south. That's what so I yeah. assumed he was trying to refer to. No, no, I, I would. I would go to Europe if it meant doing. Oh, you would go to Europe. Someone wants to send us to the British Open. You'd happily oblige. I, I might get tickets to the Ryder Cup, but that's in the I'd go to, football I, season. That's that's tough for me. I'd go to Winged Foot for the U.S. Open. That'd be fun, or Harding Park, because no one knows what that place is going to play like. Let's go to Valspar. What I'm saying is, I want to go to a major. That that's what I would travel. For. I mean, no one's stopping you. You don't need me to go to the major with you. Well, I'm not going to go by myself. Well, Butts has tickets to the Ryder Cup. Just buy those. We'll get a thousand bucks. I don't. No, I don't want to go that time of year. It's too cold to go to Wisconsin that time of year. Okay. All right. That'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Jeff Feinberg on Twitter at gfeinberg17. Paul, are you locking in the bills like you do every week in your Super 7? 17 is just a lot. Yeah, but you guys are like the second best team in the AFC. You should crush them. 17 is a lot of points. I don't know. Probably. All right. For the coin, for Pat Mayo, and Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's not my name. Heard it was. Nope. Jumbo Jets. That's what I got to say. And uh, I got to meet a bunch of people in Vegas, so that was a lot of fun. What do you mean? You were recognized. Like fans, you yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like Don King. But you were recognized, were you not, Jeff? Yeah, I was re- a couple times. It's always fun in front of my buddies who think like I'm just a dud. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. But does it shock them? Yeah, they're kind of like still like they joke and laugh. Like they find it incredibly humorous that someone gives a shit about me. The uh, same thing happens like when um, – Someone comes up to me, like we start talking about the show or whatever. My wife is there, like I don't know what you'd like, but my yeah. wife has never seen the show, yeah. but she doesn't know what I do for a living. It's really bizarre. She only watches I'm, like when I post outtakes. She watched this. That's exactly. That's really all my wife knows about what goes on in here. That's why sometimes I'll be like, I'm saying this here for the viewing audience, but I don't want you to clip it because that's really all my wife. Oh, she, she doesn't even watch the it. clips. So, like if I label something outtakes of me trying to read and fucking oh. it up, she will watch that. That's the extent of it. I met I met fans twice. The second time was in Minneapolis, and I was going for a walk of the mall, and some guy went up to me and said, "Hey, I'm a millennial. What do you think of me?" And I, was like, <laughs> I, <don't know." laughs> I like that they 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 caught you in your natural mall walking environment. Yeah, and I was like caught off guard. I was like, I, I, I don't know, man. What do you want me to say? Thanks for watching, and I just kept going. The guy tried to fight you. No, just it wasn't like super like he had a smile on his face when he said it. He's like, "Hey, I know you. You're a, I'm a millennial. What do you think of me?" And I was like, "All right, bud. Like, sure, okay." That, that story is more believable than the guy who said that you're not cussed, though. Oh, that well, that happened on a separate occasion. That did not happen. Just like how you said you've been awarded trophies for not being cussed, which is also a lie. He also, I mean, I mean, I've said this before. I think I said it on the golf show though. I can't quite remember that he bought himself a trophy for number one party. <laughs> The name of our the name of our group text thread is Cust buys himself dollar store trophies. It awards I, them to himself. I, I dispute that. So you're just a lie. <laughs> I got number one son. You're not Freddy, and you don't have a LeBaron. <laughs> people know that, right? No. I mean, I'm I'm sure there are people in the world who are big like Freddy got fingered heads, but uh, most people know. Shocks Tim every time. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayer. You can follow me at the PME. Instagram, there's a giveaway attached to that. Twitter and the Facebooks. 
I told you about the other two giveaways, and the big one is please review the audio podcast. Always bonus material up there that people who watch the video don't even know about. That's all for you people out there. That's my commitment to the audio listeners. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Good luck in week seven. Cheat Sheet's going to be up. We'll see you next time. Experience! Experience!